We have been dreaming about that moment when we can remove the beta tag in ranked. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. This week we like a lot about Siege. Oh, you're Ryan and I'm Chris. I'm Ryan, he's Chris. There we go. We talk, we like a lot about Siege this week. Yeah, we do. We we do, and then we are also, I am also upset about two things. We'll get into that. So, um, guys, there's so much freaking stuff to talk about. Okay, so uh, we're going to do a little quick uh close out on road to si that ended this week and then we'll go over the year four roadmap uh the burnt horizon reveal the new patch coming out to the tts which includes a bunch of changes that they didn't mention at all in the roadmap or in the reveal Mm -hmm. um which are actually significant uh and then we'll do a few questions we're not going to cover a bunch of uh, listener questions today just because we have so much to talk about but there's a few that are specific to this stuff so we'll go ahead and answer those and then we will circle back next week and hit up um some of the listener questions we've missed throughout the past couple of weeks anything to say before we get started no i'm ready okay guys seriously this is gonna be so awesome okay so let's start with road to si so we just finished our fourth weekend of Road to SI. And sadly, it's over. It's over. I still love it. I love it. I The only thing that I did not like about it was the fact that it was casual. And so people would just leave or come in. People yes. wouldn't talk. People wouldn't care. Right. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. Right. Um, when you did take it seriously, like ranked, like when we had a full squad, it was a ton of fun. It was mm-hmm. just such a better game mode, in my opinion, than... Oh, yeah. Um, then ranked is because of the things like the smaller map pool and the three side or three round attacks and three round defense, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's just, it's such a better way to play this game. I don't understand why more of this stuff hasn't been announced to be coming to ranked. Yeah. And then of course the other thing is, uh, the pick and ban and we got some stats on that, which are kind of interesting. Yeah. I was hoping they would release these stats. I I wish they would have released more. Um, but they just showed us the top one to five most banned. I just I just wanted them to show us everything. But are you surprised about any? Let's start with defenders. Are you surprised about any of the defenders that were on this list of one to five? Um, Clash surprised me a little bit. So like, let's say who it is first. So mm-hmm. one to five, it's Echo at forty seven point two percent, Kavira at forty six point two percent. So they were real close. Yep. Then Mira twenty five percent, Clash twenty three percent, and Legion at seventeen percent. So, yeah, Clash surprised me a little bit. Yeah, I think she's just, like, people just don't really know how to play against Clash is the problem. Because mm-hmm. you look at her stats and she loses all the time. Right. So it's like, she's really not that great. It's just people don't like playing against her. Yeah. Um, and that, that's really what you see, I think, with most of these. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Mira and Echo, they are really, really good. But, like, Kavera, at least, uh, at least people say at higher level, she's not that much of a problem clash same thing legion is really good too um but like just banning the good operators doesn't really make a ton of sense because it's like well if they're good for them they're good for you right so for me like so a band like Kavera makes way more sense to me because it's like we just don't have anybody on our team that plays Kavera really mm-hmm. and so it only hurts us to have her in and the game we hate playing against her right and she just ruins our dumb strategies of like don't drone and <laughs> go right yes <in. laughs> exactly 
<laughs> um, it's funny. It's people like so. It's Epi tweeted this out, and then some people would reply and be like, "Of course, like the characters like Echo and Blitz are always banned because nobody likes playing against them." And, like that was every single one. It's like, well, Kavera is only one percent behind Echo. Like, yeah. why is nobody saying the same? Like, obviously nobody likes to play Kavera either, but people were just like downplaying just because Echo was number one. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it was kind of. I was just like, why like Kavera too? I think there, there are fewer people out there who are like who support Kavera. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like yeah. I think there's more people who are like, man, everybody's blinding, banning my blitz, but I think there's fewer people who are like really upset that their Kavera got banned. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And, um, and also like with Kavera, there are other operators who are very similar, right? Like you Kavera, she has that one special power, but aside from that, like you can essentially play Jaeger the same way, right? Yeah. Sure. Whereas Echo, nobody else does what Echo does or a Blitz does. Right. And if it wasn't bomb, Echo would not be up there at all. That's true. I'm sure Kavera would take the number one spot. That's true. Uh, so then on attackers, we have number one, Blitz, with 64%. <laughs> Much <laughs> and bigger. Then, and then number two, Lion, with 34%. <laughs> and then three, Maverick, 13%. Four, Thermite, 11%. And five, Montane, 11%. So basically, Blitz and Lion just ran away with mm-hmm. this thing. And I, I want to say that Lion only was up there because they know that before he was sanctioned in Pro League, they just always banned him in Pro League. And so I kind of want to say, like, with this pick and ban coming, people just did with the pro players. Right? They just always banned Lion. Um, I, I am, because honestly, I, I I've never had a problem with Lion. Like I know he's broken. Mm-hmm. I've just never had a problem with it. I've just been like, okay, like I just I'll just stand still for a few seconds. Yeah, I agree. Like at least me personally, it's never been a big deal. And what's weird is like I don't feel like I even see him very often. Like people always complain yeah. about like how broken Lion is. Like, but I just don't see anybody picking him. Like often, hardly right? ever. Um, but like I can definitely see like if maybe maybe there's some level where he's picked more frequently than mm-hmm. than where we are, and in that case I could see just being like you know what we're just not going to deal with it. like the same way that we are with Cav right. It's just right. like we're just not going to deal with it. It's just not something that we want to do. So I can totally see that. Yeah, Blitz is a weird one because like I get that like it's annoying to get rushed by Blitz or whatever. Oh yes, but like the shields are so broken right now that like <laughs> I can't imagine that it's. And like nearly as successful as it like should be if shields worked. What's interesting is when I play blitz, when I'm sprinting at somebody, I feel like I'm never getting shot through my shield. But when I'm crouched and walking towards them, that's when I feel like I'm always getting shot at. Yeah. But when that's I'm true. just straight sprinting at them, I'm, I feel like I'm invincible, honestly. Yeah. I don't know why they're not shooting my legs, but they aren't. I mean, it, it's hard. True. Okay. That pretty much covers this. I don't want to bury the lead too much here. So let's get into the year four roadmap. Y for RM. Guys, this is insane. If you didn't watch this, it was like 45 minutes long and it was literally just like new thing after new thing after new thing. It wasn't like where they spent, you know, 12 minutes dwelling on something that like wasn't that important or like where they had like a musical piece, was like, or, you know, like just like stupid stuff to fill time. It was like mm-hmm. 45 minutes of just like new things. So this is super exciting. Let's start with just the like overall general roadmap and then we'll sort of get into the nitty gritty you want to break down that roadmap for us um yeah sure so this first season just came out we'll talk about that shortly we have a new map and then there will be an event mid-season so i'll be excited to see what that is and then season two three and four there is no new maps coming out but just map reworks so season two we have cafe being reworked season three we have canal being reworked season four theme park is reworked and all three of those there will be a mid-season event that comes out yeah, so yeah, the, the and two mid- new operators are coming out each season. Yes. Season. So so the event thing is now gonna be a regular thing. So we've had Road to SI, we've had Madhouse, and we've had Outbreak. Outbreak. 
they're making this a regular thing every season in the middle of the season. I think that's a super smart move. And it's interesting, actually, what they said about it. Like, they talked about um, how they were going to use that as, like, sort of a test like a like a test thing or whatever like a way to test out new things without mm-hmm. like interfering with the main game which totally makes sense right um and actually if you look at it so we'll talk about it later on but they talked about that casuals timers moving from four minutes to 330 mm-hmm. that's the same timer that they had in madhouse mm-hmm. right so you can already see some of the True. things that they're going to be doing here right where it's like okay let's test out this 330 get some stats on it see how people feel about it and then you know the Okay, that worked. It was great. Let's put it in casual and off we go to the races, right? Yeah. Um I I also just kind of hope that it's just like road to SI every time now. <laughs> just keep just just bring road to SI back in the middle of every season. <laughs> the other thing that's super it's smart great. is just like it's a it's a good way to like keep hype going, you know, mm-hmm. when you're only releasing new stuff every three months, like people get bored. And it's a good, just a good way to have something else exciting to bring people in. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I think this mid-season one will be around April Fool's. It'll be about that perfect time. Yeah, that's <laughs> almost. And so I, I'm excited to see what they do. I feel like they really might have something interesting going on. Yeah, that could be good. I think they, they might. I don't think it'll happen. But someone mentioned in our Discord, what if they switched the roles of attackers and defenders and just made them play the opposite? Mm-hmm. That'd be really fun, actually. It would be fun in it a very stupid, silly way. People at all, like some right. people, would just be screwed. The the new operator Mozzie, for example, like poor guy. Yeah, what's but, he gonna hack? Nothing. But it'd just be kind of fun to have like Ash on defense. Yeah, Castle on offense. It'd be Castle Montaigne on offense. On defense. Yes. <laughs> Castle on offense should be a real thing. Uh, no, yeah, that'd be super fun. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to this. Like, I unfortunately I didn't play Outbreak because I did just like got by me. Um, but I loved Madhouse and I've really loved Road to SI. Like mm-hmm. that that should just be in the game. But uh yeah, that'll be good. The other thing here is we have um announcements of where the new operators will be from. Yes. So season two is gonna be uh American and is that Denmark? Denmark. Mm-hmm. And then season three is Mexico and Peru. Peru. And season four? Kenya and India. Kenya and India. Nice. You're looking at a list, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm looking not, at the flags. The flags I know. I know Mexico and I know USA. Good job. <laughs> That's about it, honestly. <laughs> That's fair. Flags are hard. Um, so, yeah. So, we got all that. Um, so, that's staying the same as always. Two new operators every season. Um, and, then, and then what they have at the bottom here. So, they have like those breakouts of like, okay, every season it's two new they operators. They call them cells. Yeah. They call them cells. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And then, and then along the bottom, like they have like little arrows running throughout the entire year, and those are operator balancing, player behavior, and playlists adjustments. So this was really interesting. They talked about sort of reorganizing their like the siege developer teams, mm-hmm. and so they've created what you called cells um, that will cover. 100% 24/7 certain areas of the game. And so those cells will cover operators, map reworks or or just maps I guess in general, events, operator balancing, player behavior and playlists. So there's six teams or cells mm-hmm. within the siege development uh group now and they will be focused on that 100%. And so I think the idea is that they'll be able to consistently be delivering new things on all fronts instead of like trying to 
you know, having this huge team yeah. and everybody's focused on the map and then you're sort of like, well, we also got to handle this, like this issue with toxicity. So like, let's spin up a little small team to take care of that. And like, no, it's just now this is the player behavior team. You handle toxicity bans, that kind of stuff. And that's just what you focus on. I think this is super, super smart. It is. If, if you could choose and you were on one of those teams, which one would you be on? Oh, if I could choose, probably operator balancing. Okay. That seems super fun. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I think I would choose playlist because yep. then I could take control and be like, no, this is ranked. We are getting theme park out of here. <laughs> no more of that crap. <laughs> That's garbage. We're nixing theme park. I'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, so this is good. And I, I think this will, like I said, it'll just get us more consistent updates of all this stuff throughout. And also I think this sort of answers like, like, cause as they were doing this reveal, I was starting to wonder like, okay, this is a ton of like really good stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like the siege community has been a little frustrated over at least the past season, maybe even like season and a half about, and we've talked about this too, mm-hmm. that there just hasn't been a lot of updates aside from like the default like two new operators right and a map this last season in particular was very boring right like uh grim sky came out and grim sky had some adjustments to different people or whatever mm-hmm. and then there was like not really anything at the mid-season reinforcements it was just like some bug fixes and stuff yeah. if you remember that and then yeah. like this season came out and there was nothing nothing at all bastion nothing changed and i was like these were the most boring patch notes and every pretty much everyone was agreeing like these there's nothing here right and we haven't really got anything in well mid-season's coming up now is this what we're about to talk about or no, 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 because the new season's coming up. Yeah. So all the all this stuff that we're testing out now and that we're getting now is this is TTS stuff that's going into the next season. Right. So did, was there even a mid-season reinforcement on this one? Yeah, there was. There was the designer notes. It was where they uh, made Clash's gun oh, automatic. Oh, yeah, that's happened now. Yeah. Okay, so there, there was I a few to, I had a few things. That. I couldn't remember where what automatic was called, so <laughs> I was shaking my hand at <laughs> Ryan like an automatic thing. gun. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, th- so there were a few minor ones there, but like not it was it wasn't anything like crazy or like yeah no oh, it was just like oh. not like we're making blitz able to sprint while he's got a yeah, shield up right. like so okay so what i was getting to with that is like i think probably what happened there was that they were reorganizing their teams yes right and so they sort Very of possible. like shut everything down you know like kill these half finished projects or whatever reset you know get everybody's gonna organize and that, you know that takes time like molding mm-hmm culture of a big team like that like i don't know how big their team is but i imagine if they're having all these all these like six separate teams let's say that at a minimum there are three to four people on a team yeah that's at least 20 plus people right so like so you know like to to reorganize like that and to make that start producing anything takes a little bit of time and so i think this is probably what we're seeing is why it got slow here um some combination of that and then maybe also just like um I don't know if it's like budget constraints and now they've gotten like a new influx of budget because the game's doing so well. I mean, this is a new fiscal year as well. Yeah. It just started. Um, so, I mean, there's a ton of things that could go into that, but I think this is a major thing that like they were reorganizing and now we're seeing the fruits of that like all yeah. at once. And I think we're going to see a lot more of like big patch notes fixing all the things instead of like, you guys have been ignoring this audio bug for like a year, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you know, like, uh, lion lion's been broken for a year at this point maybe we'll see some castle and tachanka changes finally maybe yeah I, yeah i think i think those are going to be like on deck right because like they i think they tackled some of the low-hanging fruit first mm-hmm. but i think we're definitely going to see castle and tachanka coming up um i Has think lion actually been on a year did i lie is that real 
Um, he's been out since. So there was he came out right before Maestro and Alibi. So, so it's been so six, he was year three, season one. Yeah, I'm gonna look this up. You keep talking. Um, so I was just gonna say I think also one of the things that made them kind of bring all this out now is just the invitation was coming up and some of the changes they were making were bigger changes. They're like, oh, let's just announce this at the invitational. Let's have. So I think they're just kind of piling things into this announcement to have like a really good announcement. Yeah. Whereas like if half this stuff was in our last mid-season reinforcement, then like what do they announce at the announcement? They don't sure. have anything exciting. Sure. And they wanted, they want that. I think they want the invitation to have a lot of viewership continually. Right. As people realize like, oh, they announced really cool stuff at this invitational. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that might be part of it. Um, although, I mean, looking at the announcements, a lot of them are like, oh, this is first half of year four. So they're not even committing to like right. season one. And then some of it's like second half of year four. So like a lot of right. it is like still just sort of theoretical and in development. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure there's some of that. What I would say is like, it doesn't seem like that'd be very wise to to continue to make that a thing. Because it's cool to have this big event where you're revealing a lot of stuff, but like to have the health of your game suffer for the... Yeah you know, the four months preceding that, like right. that doesn't seem very smart. Yeah. Um, yes. Lion and Finca were year three season one. So they are approaching a year. So it was them. And then we released, um, Parabellum. Thank you. And then we had the uh, clash and Maverick and then, Oh, Nomad and Kaid. Those mm-hmm. That's the two I was couldn't figure out. Yeah. Everybody forgets Nomad and Kaid. I think Nomad is actually nice. going to see some serious play. Now that this new season's out, because she'll start being allowed in pro league, and I think once the pro league players start using her for real, mm-hmm. I think she'll see some increased play. I just realized Nomad plus Gridlock. That seems like a very cool thing. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So we'll get more into Gridlock later. We'll talk about it. But if you already know what re- what's going on, just think about that in your head. That's that's gonna be cool. I was when you said Gridlock, I was thinking Mozzie, and yeah. I was like. Like uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. So that's the overall uh roadmap here. So let's start breaking it down. Um. There's so much stuff to talk about here. So hopefully we don't skip anything, and we may be sort of jumping around in ways that don't make sense. We'll just try to make sure we don't miss anything. Um. Let's see. So let's start with maps. Okay. Maps is a good place to start. So first of all, um. We'll we'll get to the season one map um, after this. We'll do all of Operation Burnt Horizon together. But let's start with like the reworks. So first of all, they redefined what they mean by rework. Let's actually listen to what they said about that. So we're actually redefining what we consider rework now after learning so much from Hereford. Hereford was a giant top to bottom change with the art, with the layout. And now we're looking at the maps in our roster. We're over 20 maps now. Taking care of those and not changing the things that work, but changing the things that don't. And we're using data. We're using feedback from the community to make those changes. So previously they had the distinction between map reworks and map buffs. Mm -hmm. So like Hereford base was what they considered a rework. And then something like um, Clubhouse was a map buff. And then they had Coastline as a map buff, which was like a really small map buff in my mind. But Yeah, they had a consulate map buff. Right, but I think Coastline... Or not Coastline. Um, Clubhouse is a really good example of what they meant by map buff. And I think that's essentially what a map rework is going forward based on what they've mm-hmm. shown us of these upcoming ones. Yeah. So from now on, it sounds like they're going with map rework as the term, and it will not be redesign a whole new map 
that's loosely based on the original as in Hereford. It will be more like Clubhouse, fix what's broken, don't mess up what already works. Right. I think the one thing they really ruined, I think, with Hereford was exactly what you just said. Like, they took things that worked fine and mm-hmm. broke them. Yep. And then they changed the whole aesthetic, the whole map. Like, I, I liked the how light it was before and how, like, it looked like a training facility. Mm-hmm. And they just changed it completely. And it's like, well, right. why... Why did you spend all that time to change everything? Right. Like, like just you should have just built a new map because that's yeah. pretty much what you got pretty there. Pretty much what you did. Yeah. All they really had to do was put that staircase outside inside. Yeah. That was one of the biggest things they had to do, and that would have helped a lot. Right. Like, I mean, with, I'm not saying that would have fixed it, but like. Sure. And like, there's other things you could have done that along the lines of these other map reworks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Like. I, like with what they're saying here about like these map reworks and all that stuff, like I would really not be surprised if Old Hereford made it back into at least the casual rotation. Yeah, you know, just like because it sounds like they're not planning to ever do that again, like yeah. completely re- remake a whole map. Yeah, um, like a like a Battle Canyon to Battle Creek or reverse Battle Creek to Battle Canyon type of thing, where it's like, oh, this is kind of Battle Creek, but it's also also actually it's just Battle Canyon. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I I know what Battle Creek looks like. I'm that's Halo One to Halo Two. So Battle. Right. Battle Canyon. It's Halo 2. Those ones are actually more similar. It's more like um, going from like Blood Gulch to uh, uh, Coagulation. Okay. Or yeah. whatever. Or Viverse. Like, what's the other one? Starts the V. Valhalla. Like, Valhalla. Yeah, Val- yeah, that's probably the best, right? Yeah. Coagulation. If, you're, if you don't know Halo maps, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly you know Blood Gulch. Uh, coagulation is the Halo 2 version of Blood Gulch. That'd be more like the map reworks they're doing now where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. they added another floor to the base. Maybe they like they added some more hills in the middle and they fleshed out the caves a little more versus like Valhalla. It's like, Oh, this looks like blood Gulch, but actually it's not, not at all. Blood Gulch. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Halo. Halo, Halo reaches 3. was actually really good. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, uh, hemorrhage. It was actually pretty much blood Gulch. Like almost yeah, hemorrhage was like a larger blood Gulch. Yeah. Hemorrhage is good. It was very good. Mostly Sorry. because reach was good. Um, we love Halo. Halo's so good. Okay, we have a lot of seizures to talk about, though. <laughs> Sorry, we, I started thinking about Halo Reach now. I love Halo Reach. We just started another Halo podcast or something. Um, okay, so we're talking about maps. So let's get into the actual maps they're doing. So Cafe will be coming in year four, season two. So that's next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed us actually quite a bit of what they're doing there. So the first thing they showed was on the um, the top floor bomb site, the Cigar Lounge. Is that what it's called? Yes. Cocktail lounge, cocktail lounge, skylight. cocktail lounge. Yeah, sorry, Area. cocktail lounge underneath the skylight. Um, they on either like edge of that over like, uh, what's the best way? So there's there's like the two e- windows. I think it's on the east side. I wrote this down somewhere. Yeah, on the east side, there's those like two windows that you can repel into that go okay, into like that right little into trophy that box. Site. Yeah, the little display case thing. Yeah. Um, and then the opposite side of that where it goes out to the cigar shop. Mm-hmm. So on on both of those sides, they sort of extended the the balcony or the mezzanine like out toward the wall over like the main lobby entrance area where it has that one door that comes up from the like the raised platform with like the air conditioners outside. Yeah, is that making enough sense? Yes, I I know exactly what you're talking about. If you haven't, because you saw you, it, you're just gonna have to go see it. Honestly, you it's, go it's see hard it. to picture in your mind. Yeah, you should go see it. But so they they've got these two like balconies that extend from like where the mezzanine used to just end and had the railing, it extends all the way out. I should have said that where the mezzanine has the railing it extends from there all the way out to the wall, wall. opposite mm-hmm. that. And it's on either side. So now you've got these two like it's completely like a, new areas. It's like a really wide U now. Right. 
Exactly. And so you've got these two new areas where you can sort of camp out as a defender and anchor mm-hmm. without being in danger of the skylight. And right. like, because there was always way too many angles in there, right? Yeah. You, if you were playing bomb, you could not, I don't know about the other objectives because I just don't know them well enough, but you couldn't anchor on bomb without being in danger of the skylight or the windows. Right. And now so you, you the have two, that option. Yeah. The two spots you had before were like in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd usually do rotation holes in there so you could get in and out if you needed to, which right. that kind of worked. Or you could sort of like lie down behind one of the desks, like over by the east windows mm-hmm. or whatever. But like that was always really dicey because if it went down, you were just kind of stuck or yeah. you had to like run under the skylight to get out. So that was hard. But now they're, they're just opening it up a lot more. Now you can sort of cover the like the lobby below a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be really good. Also, they added another window on the east side. So they had those two windows. Now like over this new balcony area, there's another window there. So that gives mm-hmm. attackers another approach as well. It's perhaps a little safer. Yeah. It'll be really really fun to have this map in in action. Yeah. I I'm, I'm also excited good. like as an attacker coming in like if they're on second floor, I just feel like those two um balconies will also enable me as an attacker to be able to get more angles down on like the train room or like at, on their rotations, right? If they're in the library trying to rotate or whatever, I just can get more angles there. Right. Instead of having that railing where I can't really see anything that I want to see. Right. Um, one thing that I think we've failed to mention so far is just how powerful the podcast cower- powers have been recently. Oh, I was planning to talk about okay, this. Okay, good. Because <laughs> all these announcements like we have talked about already. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, like I was going to go through and actually just count how many of these we've like directly, like specifically called for on the podcast and like end up coming true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's good for the top floor. Mm. Um, and then let's see what else. We got those stairs that go into the first floor. Yeah. So the bar stairs, the ones that are at the bottom of the map, um, it's just like that one set of stairs that doesn't connect to a second just story. Just outside of library just outside the library in that main lobby area, just underneath these balconies we're talking about. That staircase, obviously, is super dangerous to go up. It's like it's basically suicide because there's too many angles at the top. You're coming right up to the top of train room where they always are. So now what they've done is they've completely removed that and shifted it over against the wall. So now it's... And it's a much more protected staircase, it looks like, from what mm-hmm. we can see. Um, and you can you just come up and you're against the wall. So at least that's one whole side that you just don't have to worry about, right? Right. So that looked really, really good. Also, there were some other minor changes down in that room where the stairs were. So like the the door that comes into that, it's it's like a dining area. Like it's, uh, it's like bar or something. I think it's called bar, actually. Um, so there was like a staircase and underneath the staircase was like sort of a bar area. So that bar now just opens up and it's just like just a pass through. And then like the door that was on that room... Um, it has been like moved back as far as we can tell they added like sort of a like a little tiny entrance room where there's like that podium mm-hmm. so there's like a podium and a mirror and they've like made a little entrance room around that and it looks like the door is going to be going into that now so you it can actually use that door somewhat efficiently right because before that going in was there was never that door was never used no ever, it was ever, too ever. hard to get in there um and then there's a new bomb site on the map as well. We don't know where that is. They've they said they've changed the bakery bomb site. It's not in the bakery anymore. Oh, they said there'd be two in kitchen now. Yeah, they said yeah, bakery bomb site went into kitchen. Now it's a little bit unclear because the kitchen has um the kitchen the kitchen prep where the current bomb site is, mm-hmm. and there's also a kitchen bakery, which is that room that connects the the bakery and the kitchen. Okay. okay. So they just said that we moved it into the kitchen. 
So I don't know if it's going to be sort of like the top floor bomb site where it's kind of really kind of just one bomb room. site, but they just have two yeah. bombs there, or if it's going to be like one in the kitchen and one in the kitchen bakery. I would imagine it won't be in the kitchen bakery unless they really reworked that area. Yeah, because that's that's also you just got a window that hops right in there, so that seems that seems crazy yeah. to do that. Um, and there's a new one. There's a new one somewhere. We don't know. We don't know what that. I. It could be a split level. It could be cigar lounge. That would be crazy with all those windows in there. That could be like cigar lounge and mining room or cigar lounge and trains or something. Yeah, I like. I would expect to probably see something in library. I could see library for sure. I could definitely see a library one. Um, maybe not. There's secure area in library. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of where the second one would be. It could be like library and I don't know. Unless you had it, it over in the somehow. in the fireplace room. And then yeah. you use that one twice, which they do on some maps. They use the same one twice, but just yeah. change the second one. Um, they could know. do a split level. It'd be very. Interesting. I, I'm just. I'm excited to see it. I really am. Yeah, I, I wonder too if like if it's a little bit more significant than what they showed us, mm-hmm. because the canal one does look more significant than this. Right. And so I wonder if there's like actually I, new rooms and stuff. Yeah, and they're not done yet, right? Like they still have. Right. They've. Got, I'm, I'm sure they're mostly done with it. They only have like three more months to work on it, but. Yeah, they're in testing at this point. I'm sure, but. There's still some changes that are coming, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, so this is probably kind of hard to follow because we're trying to like describe the map, and that's always hard. But um, we'll definitely link the video as well as like a Reddit post that covers the whole thing. So you should go check that out. But we'll we'll try to do our best to keep describing this stuff. So let's move on to Canal. 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 I really like Canal. We've talked about Canal before. I think Canal's a really good map. It's one problem is that it's two separate maps. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and they are fixing that. Hundred percent. They now the bit the biggest change that I am seeing with Canal is they have a second sky bridge that runs more on the other side of the map, and then they have a tunnel as well that connects the two. Right. So th- that's the biggest thing. So they're now connecting the two buildings with three different hallways that go across. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if that tunnel is going to have like some rooms in it or something. We have right. no idea. But and we don't know where it is. They no, haven't we said, don't know where we it is shown yet. us anything. We on have that. no idea. I I'm kind of assuming it's just gonna be where the stairs. Honestly, just stair to stair because those almost meet each like other. Like where the garage, like from the garage to mm-hmm. yeah, into the other stairs, into like the bathroom area or something, the yeah. showers or whatever. I would yeah. assume that's kind of where they would go. But I'm just like that's one of the biggest things because now you can have the two maps connected. Um, with some of the new rooms, you can like shoot into the other building now just how the buildings are lined up mm-hmm. um it's gonna be good so you yeah can... they showed us i think four views of this one mm-hmm. and it's it's really quite different so the first view is from i don't know the directions but like from the ocean side like where the big ship is yeah so if you're standing on bike in front of that big ship and looking at the map so uh there's like the control center that's right in front of you that has the big satellite dishes on the top and you can't mm-hmm. rappel up to that window. That is Most entirely different. So uh-huh. all those big windows are gone. Now it's just like a, like little slit windows and it looks like you might be able to rappel up there now. Um, so that really, really changes the control center room. And I don't think attackers are going to be able to be tall enough to... Or defenders, defenders are going to be tall enough to be able to shoot through those. I don't think so. I, I think, think it's attackers gonna be like, might be able to get up there and shoot through them. I agree. I, yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit like um, the kitchen windows on Chile. That one you can obviously get on a countertop right. in Seattle, but I think it's going to yes. be like that height, that, more or less. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think um, another good example of like something like this is House, the 
the balcony, not the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the stair stair windows. Yeah, there's like that. There's like that slit, the grate that's in oh, the lobby. Yeah. yeah, attackers can get through, but defenders can't really. I mean, I guess defenders can put a rotation hole and get there, but usually it's attackers that are there shooting in, not defenders peeking out the window. Right, right. Um, um, I think one one thing that I think is very important to know is every sky bridge is on a different level. So you have one of the sky bridges is third floor, one's second floor, and then one's in the basement. So mm-hmm. when you're a roamer, you're trying to flank, you can drop down a hatch on one floor, go across the sky bridge, climb in the other building to the third floor, go across that sky bridge, and then you're above them. Right. So like wherever you are, there's now a way to utilize that other building to get around to get to a different floor safely and yes. then come back. Yes. Which is going to be very fun. Also, I just realized this. Um, so they 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 expanded the um, Coast Guard building quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I just noticed is that with that, it's a much shorter distance from the garage of control center to the whatever, the boathouse area of Coast Guard. So I think you could cross there too. And it would be an exterior crossing. You'd be outside. But you I think you could probably cross there. You might get spotted. You might make it. But you can do it as opposed mm-hmm. to like running from the garage all the way to that door yeah. and the boathouse. And then it's like everybody knows where you are. Yeah. And there's no other entrances. Like you're stuck. That's the only way yeah. you can go. Um. So that's interesting. They also they removed the exterior stairs that were there on the um, Coast Guard building. So uh, that hallway, th- this is like really weird. Like, like you can sort of tell from two different angles what they did here. But like there's the exterior stairs you would go up and then there'd be that hallway. Um, and that had like the... It had like the little window with the bars on it, like a service type of window, like as soon as you walked in that door. So now those stairs are gone and that hallway just has stairs inside that mm-hmm. come down into like where that boathouse area was. There was the hanging boat and the parked boat. It looks like those boats are gone and that's like all now enclosed inside of the building. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be technically inside or outside. You know, it might be like favela where there's that place. It's like you're inside, but you're actually technically outside. Right. Right. Um, so that's a little bit confusing, but like that whole area now is enclosed in the building and the stairs actually go there. So like, now, also, if you're down in that CG1 site mm-hmm. or whatever, or, or your CG2, like whatever, from that CG1 site, you can just get on stairs and get up to CG2 instead of having that one staircase that's the right. only rotation between yep. them. Now you have two. Also, there's another staircase at the end of that hallway. So there's the stairs going up into the first floor or second floor. And then like going down that hallway, there's another staircase that goes up into a new room. Which... We on the think top is of the, the sky bridge that goes yeah so it looks like there's a there's a big room at the top there that connects to the new sky bridge mm-hmm. so i mean it's it's insane like just from the very very first screenshot they showed us of the exterior there are a ton of differences if you if you watch this you can hear the audience go whoa yeah it's pretty cool um it's great it's good it's a good one yeah and then the last thing that was interesting is on um control center third floor there was those two bomb sites in there. It, from what we can tell, the the like the main bomb site that's actually in the control center with like all the computers and all that stuff, that looks like it's at least the same shape because all we saw was mm-hmm. the outside of that room. But then they like the camera like panned back and like now that hard wall in the hallway has turned into a soft wall. And then all of a sudden, where there should be a door going into the other bomb site, yeah, like there's a corner servers room. Yeah, there's all of a sudden a corner, and the wall just extends 
down that way and there's no room there anymore yeah, now it's a hallway it's a big hall so there's a hall and there's like there's, there's some stairs. stairs there you can't really see if the stairs are going up or down or both but there's def- there's like a stairs sign. Uh, there's a sign pointing to stairs um so i think personally what's going to happen i think they're going to combine that like connector room between the two bomb sites i think they're going to combine that with the secondary bomb site okay. and make that into one bomb site and so there'll be the, the control center and then what are the servers room or whatever it was right. Um, and they'll just be those two rooms basically. Yeah. I, I am excited for canal as well. Now this is where I start getting nervous. I'll, I'll talk about this in a second more, but this is another map that's being reworked. That's obviously going to come into ranked play and it's right. making me norm more nervous of another map coming into ranked. But you know what? Like I'm fine with it because we're not adding new maps. Right. Like, because like the, the clubhouse rework or map buff or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that like it never felt like a new map it just felt like i have to learn a few new things that make this map way better uh-huh. and like okay i can't like i can't just open that one big soft wall and just hold that angle against the defenders for the entire time in a master bedroom right like they used right. to do with glass or whatever right. it's like okay i can't do that anymore so i'm gonna have to find something new to do but other than that like i still know my way around the map like yeah bar got a little bit more confusing suddenly i had to like figure out how the bar and the bathroom and all that connected but like i for the most part it like it took me two rounds and then i'm like okay i know what's going on here and that's fine you know so like this is great stop introducing new maps fix the ones you got that we already like and let's just leave it that we don't ever need a new map in siege that's my feeling yeah we're done from this point on like there's no need for new maps someone brought up a really good point and i know these are completely different games but CSGO doesn't even have 18 maps in their competitive map pool, and that game's been out for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess technically it's been out for like 20 years because they're using the same maps still right? from 20 years ago, and they don't even have this money. And so like, we keep introducing new maps in a competitive game, and it's like, at what point is it like a new player comes in, they're never going to get competitive because they just can't learn a map when they get it 1 in 14 times. Yeah, 100%. Like... <laughs> I kind of, uh, I don't want to spend I'll too much time on more because I, no, I, but we should, I, we should, I want to explore this a little bit more. So like talking about other shooters, like you look at like, I mean, other shooters that come out, they, they don't typically have more than like 15 to 20 maps at yeah, like, and that's like in 10. the high range, like like a call of duty game typically is like 10 to 10. 12, mm-hmm. like halo one, I think had 12 or 13. Um, you know, most halo games, halo games would get a lot of added maps going throughout, but a lot of those also were like remakes of old maps from old Halo games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then what you get is like you get this big map pool in like Halo games. So a lot of Halo games will have like 40 maps by the end of their life cycle or something. That may be an exaggeration, but maybe like 20 to 30. But like people only like like six of them. Yeah. You know, so like so the vote comes up and you you only end up playing um, the same ones over and over. Like you're playing Guardian, you're playing... Uh, shoot what's that one where it shoots you across that huge thing the halo 3 map where it's like the super long bridge and then there's like the oh, man long, cannons. long long bow no no that's um, from halo 4 uh, but you you know what i'm talking, I'm talking about, about yeah um but yeah like like if you have these big things especially when it gets into competitive play right mm-hmm. where it's just like these are the legal maps for competitive play and that's all we play and with siege being such a competitive game like obviously we're not all pro league but like I just feel like there's no need to have so many maps. And because the maps are so like living as you're playing it, like it's different every time. So you don't have to 
like nothing changes in a Halo or a Call of Duty map as you're going. Even like Battlefield, it's like, oh, we brought down the this the skyscrapers. So yeah. Now it's a different map, and it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just a worse map. <laughs> like, uh, I hate when that tower goes down in Shanghai. I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's I hate dumb. it when it went down. Dang it! Oh, this went from a good map to a bad map. Gets all smoky. Yeah, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, but like Siege, it, it literally evolves every time, and it's different every time, and you play it the way you want to play it, and like. It's fine. Like, there's so many other variables. We don't need separate maps. Right. And it's harder to learn because you're you're in a certain area of the map, and that's the area of the map that you play for those three minutes. Yeah. And if you die before that, you're dead. Right. And then, like, you only have, like, maybe 15 minutes of map play in a game, of actual, like, map play. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, other games, it's, like, the whole 10 minutes of or 15 minutes of the match, you're just, you keep respawning and going back into the map and exploring new things over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Whereas you just don't get that luxury. And so it's so hard to learn a map. And I, I hate, like, I hate having a, a brand new map come into ranked play because that's mm-hmm. not competitive. No. When nobody knows the map. It's not at all. Right. Like, it needs at least a season for people to learn the map and then, like, okay, well, now let's bring it in and let's try it in competitive. Yeah. But, like, at this point, like, I'll play it one in 14 times in ranked. I mean, theoretically. I'll probably have it like six times in a row because that's how it works somehow. But yeah. <laughs> I, like, no, they, they 100% should do the same thing they do for the pro league where it's like, okay, the new operators won't, won't be in pro league for a whole season until mm-hmm. we fix them, right? And like, let's do that with the maps where it's like, okay, this map enters and it goes into casual until we decide whether or not it's good enough and then it comes into ranked. And that way you can learn it in casual, yeah. right? And, then, and there should always, always, always be the um, discovery playlist yeah until at least until like the next event comes out or something yeah and that should have ranked rules it really should have. Ranked i'm sorry rules. but it should it's it really much should. easier to learn with ranked rules mm-hmm. it's much better now that it has the new casual rules where it's 330 and it's going to tell you where you and spawn. it tells you where you spawn but picking where you spawn helps so much more mm-hmm. that picking where you go is very like it helps a ton because sometimes with random spawns you don't ever get to try locations right and people argue like, well, then you only play the same location over and over again. It's like, well, okay, well, because probably that's the one that probably works. Yeah. So if that's the one that works, that's the one we're going to play in ranked, and that's the one people are going to want to play. Yeah, I am looking forward though with the new casual rules to actually playing the discovery playlist and like somewhat enjoying it. Because mm-hmm. like before, it's just like no, like four minutes is way too yeah. long. It's it's much better now. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out is we need. I feel like at this point now with fourteen maps. We need some way to vote or to veto or something. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not saying give us 14 maps and we vote on which one we want. I'm saying, like, give us three and yep. the lobby votes on one of the three maps. And so, yep. like, if you if someone really likes Skyscraper, it's not you'll never get to play Skyscraper. You just won't get to play Skyscraper if Border and Bank come up beside it. Like, right. good freaking luck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because nobody wants to play Skyscraper when you have Border and Bank as options. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, but if you get Skyscraper with Theme Park and the new Hereford, you might be playing skyscraper. So, I mean, it's just, it's a better way for people to at least be like, okay, first of all, we're no good at that map. So let's not play that for our rank or mm-hmm. just like everybody knows, okay, this map sucks. Let's play this other map on here. Right. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've been a big proponent of that for a long, long time. So let's keep yeah. talking about it. And eventually podcast power will kick in. Good point. <laughs> we'll very solid there. point. And that's, I was very excited about this whole, like this operation and we haven't talked about that yet, but, I was excited about everything, and the one thing that I really, really wanted from that road to SI was the map playlist and ranked, and yeah. we didn't get it. We just no. got another map, and nothing left. Nothing left. We're still not sure, but I'm well, leaning toward no. 
the patch notes just had their ranked playlist maps and it showed all of them. Oh. And they just added the other ones. Like, yeah. why? No, yeah, you're right. Take something out. If you're working on Theme Park, you're doing a rework on Theme Park, which we'll talk about right now, and you're doing a rework on Cafe, obviously there's a problem with those two. So why are they in ranked? Well, Cafe is not, is it? Yeah, Cafe is. It's being reworked. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah it's, in. it's in. No, 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 yeah, it's in ranked. Yeah. So why are those in ranked? If you know there's a problem that yeah. needs to be reworked, why do you have them in competitive play? Especially like you're saying, like this whole one in fourteen thing is a real problem. Like if I want to learn Fortress or uh, what's it called Outback, Outback like Steakhouse, Out- <laughs> yes, also known as Steakhouse. Um, like if I want to learn that one in fourteen is not going to be enough. <laughs> no, not at all. Like and and like there's one thing where you can go into discovery and like mm-hmm. play it a little bit and learn it, and then you can go in like a terrorist hunt and walk around and learn it. Yeah. But that's not the same as playing it in. Yeah, ranked. I want to play ranked. Right. Like like and if it's I have not, time to play siege, I want to play ranked. Honestly, that's part of it. Is like part of it is like I want to have more fun and like ranked is a more fun way to play siege and it's more competitive and I can learn it better because I can choose where I'm spawning. But also like playing in casual. Is not the same as playing that map on ranked because the competition is much better. Like they've figured out the spawn peaks and they figured out, you know, like the rotations to open up and all this stuff. And it's like, that's what I need to be seeing to learn this map. Mm-hmm. And one in 14 is not going to get me there, especially right. when I play like four hours a week. You know, it's just like, give some love to your dad gamers, Ubisoft. Yeah. Come on. I mean, or just college students that try in college like yeah and and work like i don't have time to play every night like i have time to play two or three nights a week and then friday nights i'll play for like five hours and another night i'll play a couple hours there are plenty of us who are not playing this 10 15 hours a week like high school students you have you got i'm sorry you got time right i had all the time in high school to play video games as much as i wanted yeah like yeah all i wanted in high school and like before that was a game that would last me 500 hours uh right like (laughs) and cj's that but like at this point, it's like, no, Portal and, like, Limbo are my favorite games because I can finish them in two hours and, like, <laughs> and it respects my time and it's super fun and, it, like, it doesn't overstay its welcome and, like, that's great. So, it's just, like, your priorities super shift, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Canal, that's that's year four, season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's three seasons away, basically. And then year four, season four is going to be Theme Park. Um, yes. We don't have a ton of detail, but let's actually just listen to what they said on Theme Park. It's a little ways away, but we do have a floor plan we want to show. Uh, keeping things that worked, like on the first uh, floor, Drug Lab was great, but then you get the maze that's happening to the side with gargoyles, so we want to kind of streamline that a little bit more and balance the lighting. Right now, Theme Park is a map that's super, super dark in some places, super bright in some places, so kind of averaging it out so that it's easier for players to recognize what's happening. Cool. And then on the second floor, we're actually taking a look at that connecting hallway where you have the train cars it's very hard to flush out defenders there's so many hiding spots and we're also going to be taking a look at the twin staircase there too so theme park they they are they have the right idea right so they Mm -hmm. that drug lab area that so that side of the map is what i understand right that whole side those stairs the kids kids room kids the daycare daycare, the pink room yeah that all feels i understand all of that and i get it 
that what I don't understand what he said is you have this maze back here, and I've I've never looked at theme park like an overhead floor plan. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, what the freak is that? Like it's literally room, 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 room. Like who, yeah. who makes a building like that? It's like yeah, here's a room. It has <laughs> seven doors on it. Each of those just goes to another room. There's no hallways connected to this room. It's just it just opens up into a bunch of other different rooms, which also have closets and other rooms attached to them, and no hallways. Yeah, that that that's weird. And the other side of the map the second floor i understand the second floor like a little more there's like the hallway in the two rooms and i understand it and then they have the double stairs and nobody likes those double stairs that they're fixing and they're they said they're doing something about that middle hallway the trains and we don't know trains what is bad we don't know what they're doing but it is bad yeah i hope so they just squish it just... they got into it a little more in detail and they were saying basically like there's too many places for the defenders to hide in there it's too difficult to clear it out and that's a hundred percent the problem it's like mm-hmm. yeah you spend 30 seconds droning it all out and then by the time you're done and you walk in, somebody has moved in yep. and is hidden like right where you come in. Or even if that doesn't happen, you come in and you start pushing toward the bomb site you're going toward, and then Kavera comes up from behind you on the other side of the building and has a million places to like hide and pepper mm. you from. It's like this is just bad. It's just so bad. Yeah. I, I also hate uh what he said about the lighting. Like he said, some places are very dark, some places are very bright. I haven't really noticed the very bright places, but the very dark, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hate the aesthetic of theme park so much. It's just all dark and dreary and just like, ugh, ugh. yeah, it's, like I need, I hate it. I like the light and I like being able to see people and have clear vision. What what I find super interesting about theme park, it's weird. It's just like, it feels like Kavera's map a lot more than Favela does. Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Like in my head, they're associated hundred percent together. Cause it's just like, this yeah, is built feels for like Kavera Kavera's playground. Who came out with theme park? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. When did uh, Theme Park come out? Jokubi? Jokubi and Vigil? No, that was Tower. Yeah. Um. Hang on. Let me look this up. Let's see. Theme Park. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, I'm putting all these operators together. I can't. Well, who was who was Mira and uh, Jack? Coastline. They were Coastline. Okay. This is Operation Blood Orchid, which is Hibana and Echo. I thought they was Skyscraper. Ying and Legion. Sorry. <laughs> this is this is the time period where both of us were not really playing Siege. Yeah. Ying and Legion came out with... Ying doesn't make any sense, I don't feel like, on Theme Park. And maybe other operators don't either. I guess I've never really thought about, like, does this operator work with this map? No, no, no. I, I would just would never have like put together theme park with Ying and Legion at all. Yeah, it's a little weird. But anyway, so yeah, yeah they're, they're, it sounds like they're fixing the main problems I have with that map. Because like, it's one of those maps, again, where it's like, I really like playing drug labs. Like, I like a few of the objectives. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, daycare, I think, is fun. Yeah. But, my, my only problem with daycare is I feel like there's a lot of stuff in there that you think you can hide behind, but you can shoot through all of it. Yes. And I played it a few times. And I'm like, you can't hide behind anything in here. Right. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do. I'm just nothing getting shot at. There's nothing to hide behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, I like some, like certain sections of this. I just don't like any of it, that any of what it connects them together. Mm-hmm. And it's another one of those two separate maps, right? Like you have two sides of it that's split up by trains or the maze that nobody's ever inside of Mm -hmm. and it's like you'd never use that second floor on the other side when you're playing drug labs right ever right yeah it's too big it's too big and and what's great about their new map coming up is that they've said they want it to be like a medium-sized map which Mm -hmm. is great like yes yes. thank you yeah bigger than like 
border consulate is too big. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is taking us so long, but this is such good stuff. Like it's it's so much like meat to get into as opposed to like normally we're like, oh, here's a little chip here and there. Like this is like this is meat to get into, so it's great. Okay, so we're done with maps. Let's go to should we do operators next? Yes, that's talk about that. We should operator balancing. We can we can get through these quicker. So they actually released a um dev uh, or designers notes right uh, along with this but then they went in this reveal they sort of showed a lot more detail so um let's see let's let's go in the order of the designers notes so that's going to be easy to follow so right. ash they removed the acog from the r4c basically saying <laughs> one her r4c is currently picked 99 percent of the time <laughs> which is awesome wow. and their idea here is that by taking off the r 4 the acog and the r4c they will make it more of a choice between that and the G36C and basically bring Ash's pick rate a little bit down. Yeah. I think the more correct or better move with this would have just been increase the recoil of the R4C. I like, actually like this better. You do? Yeah, because like the R4C is such an awesome gun and in some mm-hmm. ways it's sort of iconic of Siege because Ash is so well picked and like yeah. it's everybody's favorite gun. Like, So in some ways it's like let's not like ruin it. Like let's not ruin the 416C, right? Like, okay, let's just, just remove the ACOG, the ACOG and make it where it's like, okay, well I can either do the 416C or I can do bandit with the MP7. Right. And we talked about this with doc and Rook when they change the damage down. Mm-hmm. We're like, that's not going to change anything. The problem is that guns, a sniper rifle, it's super stable. And it's got an ACOG on it. Right. If they remove the ACOG from those operators, now you've got a whole different story. Yeah. Now I don't know if I'm meaning Rook anymore. Yeah. Right. That's, that's like, a, it's his gun that people are playing. I mean, their utility is very good as well, but right. That and, gun, but you have to balance that with like, he's a three armor. So he's slow yeah. and loud. Like, and that's, right. that's something that comes into it, but it's like, well, F it. I roam with Rook all the time and it works. Like he's just got a great gun and he can take a hit and like, it's, it's great. Um, so with with this, I, I started thinking about like, what if they took the ACOGs off every single gun except for DMRs? So the only people that have mm. ACOG is Dokby with her DMR. Um, You're saying only on attack or on both? Both. If no you have a DMR, it's defense. defense. But yeah, on both. Just take away all the ACOGs. So mm. if you have a DMR, you have an ACOG. So if you're Buck, you have it. If you're Blackbeard, if you're Twitch. Right. Because DMRs obviously. right now, they're almost never picked unless you're forced to have one with uh, Dokby. Right. I'm not saying that's going to be like that, that, a uh, no, great fix to Siege at all. No. Yeah. That would like radically change Siege, I 100%. think. But it's, it's an interesting thought. Like, mm-hmm. how do we make DMRs viable in a game where it's all about one shot headshots? Mm-hmm. And like, you can't when every other property of the gun is equal, right? right. All things being equal, why would you ever choose the DMR over a assault rifle? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't, like, hardly ever. Um, and so that, that is a very, very interesting, maybe cool. That's like something as part of an event, right? Yeah. Where it's like a no attachments event or something like that's just part of the event. And it's like, okay, now DMRs just have built in ACOGs. Nobody else has them. They're like a nice ACOG, like some special looking ACOG. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Cause that Um, would actually give them a, like a, a place. Yeah. And you know what else it would do? It would, it would change spawn peaking as well. Mm-hmm. It would change glass from getting sniped from dock way instead of objective where it's like, okay, I got my sniper all the way out here, but you can see me clear with that ACOG doesn't have like a haze over it. Right. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of silly. It would just change spawn peaking. It would change a lot of things with siege. Yeah. 
which would be really interesting. I'm not saying it's a great idea at all. Like mm-hmm. it might really suck, but it'd just be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like this on Ash. And what they said here is um, they think Ash is a great place to learn what the impact of removing an ACOG will have. So, I mean, this is actually the first attacking weapon without an ACOG of, of like rifles, right? Yeah. Um, which I never really thought about before, but all, all DMRs and assault rifles on attack have ACOGs. Mm-hmm. So this is the first one they're removing it. Um, and so, yeah, what's interesting here is because Ash is so, um, such, so frequently picked, um, like whatever impact this has will be very well stated, right? Like they'll be able to tell as opposed to like, if they did like say Blackbeard, it's like, well, Blackbeard's never picked. So you like, it's hard to tell if there's any difference right um and also it's great because she has the g36c that still has the acog so it'll be interesting to see if people stick with sort of the better gun or if the acog is really what's important so that'll be cool by the way all the ones we're going down first here these are all coming year four season one so these are in the tts right now you can mm-hmm. play them um and yeah these will be coming very soon maverick they increase the swap time between his torch and his weapons the idea was make it harder to just open a hole real quick and then punish the defenders with like before they have time to react or if they yeah. haven't realized that you've opened the hole or whatever. Legion, they reduced his goo mine damage from eight to four. Yeah, that's insane. It's a big one, but it's still he's still so instead of being like a okay crap now I have to pull this out of my foot right now because I'm dying. Now it's just like a okay that's very annoying, but I can still be shooting at this guy and not really worry about it right now. But it still denies a plant, it still denies sprinting, and it still gives intel of where someone is. Yeah, so it it's still fulfills basically all the main roles and the major roles that it, that it had before. Mm. Um, Legion has been in this spot that we've been saying for a very, very long time. Like, he's low-key OP. Like, he's OP, but nobody knows it. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've been saying that since, like, shortly after he came out when we got back into the game and Taylor started playing him a lot. We're like, yeah, this is just super OP. Like, but nobody notices. Uh and like just over time, people have started to catch on like how good he really is. Right. Um, especially I think as uh, um, ranked switched to bomb. Well, no, ranked didn't switch to bomb only. We switched to bomb only. <laughs> I guess as pro league switched to bomb only and like that became like the bomb strategy became like the core strategy mm-hmm. of the game. I've always liked bomb better. I just love that aspect of having a kit that drops somewhere randomly like oh i got kit i got kit yeah it's such an interesting dynamic of this like this this resource that the attackers have to manage right Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think this is good uh for legion in that it's not a major nerf but it will i mean in theory it weakens him right um, I don't think the amount of damage that you take per tick is really a super significant factor mm-hmm. other than like people will ignore it a little more. So people will yeah. like play through it a little bit more often. Um, and so that will be sort of interesting that it's not like an immediate, you have to get out of there. Right. Okay. Um, Dokubi, this is a big one. So three changes to Dokubi. Um, one after 18 seconds, the phone calls will hang up on their own. So you can just let it ring 18 seconds later. It's done. Um, if you are in range of a mute jammer, Dokubi, um, can't call you, which that that's the same as it's always been. They just kind of said that for clarification, I think. Yeah. And then, or wait, no, that's been, that's been, a no, thing. no, no. 
But it's, it's not clear from this, and maybe they have clarified somewhere else, but it's not clear the way they said it, whether that means the same thing as it always happened, where if I'm standing in a mute jammer, Dokubi can't call me, or if it's saying if Dokubi's within range oh. of a mute jammer, she can't use her her phone. That's probably what they're trying to say. That might be. It's unclear. They said being in range of mute jammers will prevent Dokubi from calling you. It's unclear. We'll I have to test on the TTS. It must be Dokubi being in range because... I she couldn't call you before when you were on a mute jammer, right? But what what I'm wondering is if they were just clarifying because of the next yeah. point, and they didn't want people to be confused. So the next point is walking into range of mute jammers will hang up phone calls during the call. So if we're going, if we're reading into like the phrasing they used, they use the same type of phrasing in the second one, where like being in range of mute jammers, da da da. Mm-hmm. Walking into range of mute jammers will hang up phone calls during the call. So it sounds like they're talking about the player who's affected. Right? I'm not sure. No, I'm not certain. We'll test it. We'll report back. But, but I, I don't think they changed it so that Dokubi can't call if she's within the range of the mute jammer. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think that might be the case now. Interesting. We're I'm going to test yeah. it tonight. But, but this is good. Um, I think the 18 seconds thing, that's great. Like we've specifically asked for that. Yep, 100%. And it's a very long time. It's not like it's 10 seconds. It's 18 seconds. That's a long time for your phone to be ringing. It is a very long time. But you don't time. have to answer it. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Um, and then I love that you can, what they called it was cleanse the the debuff of mm-hmm. the Dokubi call from you, right? So if you're using MOBA terms, you get a debuff and you, like, you'll like you have uh, heroes that will cleanse it or whatever, mm-hmm. like items or something, whatever, that will cleanse it. And so that's essentially what this is now, is you can just run through the mute gem range and, and take care of it. So that mm-hmm. that's a pretty good good thing for mute now where he's yep. actually got some utility to those jammers. And I want it as well as stop jackal tracking. I think it would be cool if someone yes. walked through them, it would cleanse them of a jackal. Oh, track. it would be so good. Mute yeah. would suddenly become so good. Uh, yeah. Like it would be a great way to counter that, that tracking meta. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be cool. Capital. Oh, thank you. They have significantly increased the area of effect size of his asphyxiation bolt and they reduce the damage per tick from 19 to 12 so you can now you can you can run through it now and you're fine honestly it takes a lot of damage from you because this tick is still as just as frequent but it's not like a frag grenade where you would shoot it at them and it would kill them like pretty Pretty, instantly Mm -hmm. um yeah so as somebody who plays a lot of capital I think this is overall good. It's, it's a little bit sad that like if you just catch somebody behind a shield or something that you can't basically just kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it works a lot more the way that I've always wanted it to, where I can like put it into a small room and just deny that room to them. Right. Right. Where where I'm a little bit nervous about is if the the reduced damage is low enough that they just will ignore it and run through anyway, and then it's like, well, this is cool in theory but people just run through it like the electrified barbed wire right like obviously it's a lot more than that but like the electrified barbed wire it's like okay yeah that's cool except it's like nine damage so nobody cares so they're just gonna walk through it yeah i i i think the like 12 damage and the ticks are pretty good you're gonna right. take a lot of damage you will take damage that. quickly like that's gonna it's gonna hurt you so it's it's a good one i'm excited the other thing was they fixed where you could get it to go through walls and go through like mirror windows and stuff so they're like we talked about this before. Was there a certain trick of like how you shot it where you can make it go through walls or not, depending on what you wanted, <laughs> which is yep. cool. Um, that's gone now. So now what it'll kind of do is like they showed shooting it onto like a low rooftop, and like the 
like the piece of the area of effect that was on top of the rooftop stayed on top of the rooftop and the rest of it sort of fell down around the rooftop. So then like after shooting it, the player went and ran through and stood underneath it where he shot it on the rooftop and he was safe because it didn't fall through Mm -hmm. that rooftop. But it's like, it's interesting. It's like it has gravity to it instead of sort of like being a vortex, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, it will cover the ground now and it will fall to the ground. Right. So that's really interesting. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's like a wall of fire. I mean, yeah, it's this, this will be very interesting to to do. Um, the last one, I believe, is Clash. Nothing crazy. They just removed the muzzle brake on the machine pistol. So, yeah, being okay. that now it's an automatic weapon, there's no reason to have a muzzle brake. So, makes sense. Yep. Okay. Um, the other ones that are coming up that are not in this this patch, but they've announced and shown us. Uh, Lion, first half of year four, uh, defenders are not... So I, I would actually guess the Lion is probably coming during the mid-season reinforcements. Oh, yeah. um, defenders are not revealed by a full outline anymore. Duration is decreased by 50%. And basically what they're trying to do is instead of... What they said is instead of Lion being somebody who gets you kills, he's somebody who gets you intel. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good. It's like pings is what it is. It's like very frequent pings if, if someone's moving. Um, and what I love about it too is it's not like three, two, one. Brrr, it's just like he hits it and it's like think, and then it starts going like pretty pretty so, yeah, quick. So it's it's a one and a half second countdown, and then it's a two second scanning time period. Yeah, so so it's, it's half. It's just it's so much better. Than it was before. It's like a have you played against it in TTS? Until it's not out. Oh right, Duh. Um, but I'm excited for this one. This is a good change, Lion. I feel like he'll actually be played more now that it's instead of like a because before like you had three seconds, like okay, let me go run in a corner and then get down and then wait for it. But mm-hmm. now it's like one and a half seconds isn't very long. So I think you're actually going to get a lot more intel from Lion. Sure, and and people will just play through it more, right? Because if it's just mm-hmm. two seconds and it's not a full outline, people will just be like, well, it's basically like an alibi spot or a jackal spot or whatever, yeah. right? Like. Um, I I wonder though if it's gonna be enough. Whereas, like, okay, now is there any reason to play Lion? Yeah, you we'll know? see. I mean, we'll we'll have to see when he comes out. But honestly, I've just never felt like Lion was a good in concept at all. Like, I just wish he wouldn't have been introduced at all because yeah, his, his concept back is just the, bad. He should have gone in the freezer. Stick him in the freezer, man. Deep yeah. freeze, cryo chamber. Um, next one is Glass. This one I really like. So mm-hmm. he, his his infrared basically won't work when he's moving. So he has to stop and it's a short cooldown. Like, so if you're scoped in and you stop moving, there's probably like a one second cooldown maybe. Yeah. Where it sort of like warms up really, not really a cooldown, more of a warm up. And like the, the yellow operator, right. will like fade in. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically you can't just throw smoke and then walk down the hallway with your scope on and shoot anybody who dares to peek at you. Because you won't see through the smoke any more than they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing is you don't see through smoke either. So not only will people's outlines not pop up if you're moving, but you can't see through smoke while you're moving. Right. Um, if you stop, your sight will fade in and you'll see them. So you can sort of like leapfrog through the smoke or whatever and you'd still mm-hmm. have an advantage. Um, but it's, it's a lot more like like they said before, they're trying to make them not an entry fragger, but a sniper that can hold an angle. Yep. I think this is great. It's a good one. Um, 
It's been fun to have him as he is. This is first half of year four as well, so enjoy it while you can because it's going away. Yep. And it, it, I mean, it's based good, on what they showed us, thing. it looked like it worked just fine. So yeah, this is coming soon. Is that all the operators? Yep. Uh, yeah, some mute stuff is just Dokubi stuff. Okay. Man, this is so insane how much stuff there is. Um, let's do... Let's do sort of this random stuff that in this Reddit post is grouped up with the operators. So breach charges, this is coming year four, season one. So this next season, um, they will now deploy quicker and there's changes to the damage. So the um, the damage of the side that you planted on mm-hmm. has been significantly reduced. It will no longer kill you even if you're standing right in front of it. It won't mm-hmm. kill you. It does up to 50 damage, I think. Yep. Um, and I think also the area of effect of that damage is smaller and on the like effective side on the other side of the wall, they reduced the lethal damage range. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think they increased the overall damage range Mm -hmm. so it will reach farther, but it will kill at shorter distance or it will not kill at as long of distances. Correct. Um, which actually, so they, they showed like a really cool graphic of it where they like outlined where the damage is. And what was actually interesting too was that they sort of expanded width-wise the lethal damage and the regular damage. So now it has a bigger, so like like lengthwise, like going deep into the mm-hmm. room, like the lethal damage is less, but the main, main regular damage is more. But also width-wise, like they've increased the lethal damage box. Yeah. Um. This is good. I mean, they basically just made it like a directional charge. This is. And the deployment time is significantly faster. Like mm-hmm. you can put that thing down pretty quick now and below it without like making sure like, okay, I'm, I'm far enough away. I'm not yeah. going to kill myself. Right. A you can lot blow it. less hot breach uh, suicides, I yep. think. Um, I, it is sad that you won't be able to put one down on the bomb and then yes. blow someone up as they're defusing. Yes. The best tactic against like lesser players is just plant the kit and then plant the breach charge right on top of it and they're too busy like looking for you or whatever you just have a drone on it and when they come you blow it yep i, I once got a double kill with that <laughs> a single it's breach so charge fun. On the it was really great so fun um that's on my youtube channel check it out vg fiasco uh but yeah um this is good I, like i think it's gonna be really cool to be able to make that decision quicker of just like I need to make a hole. I need to breach and just be like, be able to do it, hit it, not have to worry about being so far away. Just like go and like, just really make that, um, that portion of the game go faster and smoother and just like, Mm -hmm. you know, keep, keep the speed going instead of having like a big pause while you're setting it up. Right. The other thing here, which is also coming year four season one is fixes to lean spamming. So they said this was like a first iteration thing. Like this isn't the final fix, but basically they just slowed down the animation so that if you're spamming it really quick, then you basically just won't move very far because the animation takes a while. So the, <laughs> Chris is doing the lean spam dance over here is really dumb. Um, they've also, they, they have in these notes crouch spamming, and I think they've kind of changed it in the test server. And somehow in the middle of all of this changing to crouch time and all this, they've introduced this funny bug with, prone sprinting mm-hmm. so if you go to the tts there's like 20 posts of this of people like you like press your prone button and sprint at the same time and you just keep doing it and you're like 
you're basically a really fast snake on the ground, just like crawling all over the place. Yeah, you're running like full sprint speed, basically. Yeah, while Maybe you're even like faster. Are you faster than full sprint? No, you're not faster, okay. but you're just like prone while you're sprinting around. It's really weird. Yeah, and so that's something that they'll have to fix for sure. But it's just it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm not good, but it's it's good in like the worst way. Yeah, they're they're changing the, uh, but it is good. They have the lean spam fix coming. It's a good one. Yeah, that's good um okay what else gosh guys this is just a huge list of stuff i'm trying to not miss anything there is now a newcomer playlist so yes we, we talked about this before you can now play siege if you're under ranked 50 you can play this special newcomer playlist where there's three maps there's bank consulate and chalet it will have like the same casual rules where you can you can see where you're spawning on defense and then for attacking, as a team, you'll vote for a certain spawn. So as a team, you can vote to spawn in X location. You'll all spawn there together. Um, and then there's only three maps. There's only Bank, Consulate, and Chalet. So you have three basic, pretty easy-to-learn maps um, that make sense that you can just learn Siege on. Mm-hmm. It's great. What do you think about that map choice? I, I wish kind of wish House was in there because I feel like House is a really good map to learn Siege on because it's so small. Um, yeah. Chalet is kind of funny to have in there, in my opinion. Yeah. It's understandable, but I like Consulate being in there a lot. Yeah, Consulate's very, there. very good. Bank is pretty good. Um, Chalet, I do think, is weird because it doesn't have, like, the rooftop stuff. It's, like, it's it's weird right. in certain ways. Um, I think House is good. Because, like, like we said before, it's just it's so small, easily comprehensible, like, comprehensible, uh, like, Anybody can jump into a house match and within a few rounds feel comfortable walking mm-hmm. around at least. And I just think it's a very, very good avenue for that. I would like to, it's impossible to do this, but I would like to see like how long it, cause I don't really know how long it took me to learn house, but I'd like to see like how long it would take me to like go into a map like house basically and learn, learn it. Like, cause house just is so playing. simple. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd be curious, like, if I had never seen House before, if I were to walk into it, like, how long yeah. would it take me to learn this map? I wonder if we just went back on, like, our old YouTube streams, if we could basically, like, see when it looks like we start knowing where we're going. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like it didn't no. take long. No, certainly um, not. And House is everybody's favorite map from the start, right? Mm-hmm. And people fall out of love with it when they realize, like, maybe it's not super balanced or whatever, but, like, at that level, it doesn't matter, and... I think everybody at that level would really enjoy some house. So I would, I would personally do house, but, but this is great overall, like up to level 50, that's plenty of time to like get some experience and like feel comfortable starting to get into new things. And, uh, great. Very, very, very good. It's the, only bomb. Also, did you say that? I did not say that. It is only bomb. Only bomb. So just reduce the variables. It's great. Okay. So casual has also changed. Um, like we mentioned before, it went down to the three thirty action phase. Mm-hmm. Um, you will vote together for your attack spawns or whatever votes everybody will spawn nope. there together. Yes. Nope. Yes. Played it today. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what they announced. That's what they announced for the newcomer playlist for casual. You can vote your, no, they announced this for casual. I guarantee it. We I, can go back and listen I played to it, it today. <laughs> this is what they announced. I'm not telling you what you played. I'm telling okay. you what, what they announced. Let's go listen to it. Okay. We're also changing the way that you spawn in so you can select where you want to spawn as an attacker. And again, we're showing uh, what spawn point okay. you'll so be. So you're, you're totally right. Uh, Thank they, you. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, I confused the the other. So so with with the new players playlist, you'll vote and you'll all spawn together, which mm-hmm. makes sense for new people. Like, let's not confuse the issue, right? This like get together, go to the thing. Right. And then for casual, you can vote wherever you want to be. You will choose your own spawn point, it sounds like. And that's what you played. So that sounds like that's what it is. Um, and then on defense, it will show you where the objective should be, which is another thing we've been calling for and also something that they promised in the beta. Yeah. We're, we're like excited about this that they're showing you. It's like you actually said you would do this three years ago. Yeah. When you first removed it, you said this is what was going to happen. So this isn't like a change. This is a bug fix. Yeah. That's what it is. This is a bug <laughs> fix. <laughs> it's so true. And it's it's so silly that they wouldn't have done this a long time ago because no. it doesn't seem like, hard. It's not that hard. And, and like it just Please. makes sense. So What makes more sense, honestly, is just letting you pick your spawn. What I love about this and about lots of other things too is like it never happened. And so people went and formed all these like reasons around it. Like, oh, this is why they didn't do it. And this is why it's good that they didn't do it. And like people just like build up all this like, oh, like it's good because of this stupid reason that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But but it has to because that's the way it is. It's like, no, what happened was they just didn't get to it or they forgot about it or they had other priorities. It wasn't that they decided like, no, it's better this way. Yeah. Like, no, it wasn't better. Like you can't make a case that it's better to not know where you're spawning on Rainbow Six Siege. Like it doesn't make sense. It forces you to learn new operators in new areas. No, it's the stupidest thing. It forces yep. you how to learn how to use Mira on a site that has no good Mira placements. That's dumb. Why would I do that? <laughs> Why wouldn't I just play Pulse on that in that case? You know, like it's so yeah. stupid. There's a there's a lot of changes happening with rank. What's there happening is. with rank? It all starts with pick and ban. We heard that a lot of people liked it in the road to SI. Yep. Yes. So we'll be changing it and bringing it into the ranked playlist now. Okay, so what I think is interesting there... Well, so first of all, they told us Pick and Man is coming. What, what was interesting was that, like, Justin said a lot of changes are coming to ranked and then mm-hmm. all they said was pick and ban. Yeah. So I don't know if he was referring to more changes that they haven't announced yet or they're not like, they're still like making plans or if he's just referring to the other stuff that they talked about after that, which is like the ranked hub and like yeah. adding some new ranks and stuff like that. So yeah, I think I like the first time I was like, Oh good. There's just more stuff coming that they're not announcing yet. But now I'm thinking more like, Oh no, he's just referring to this other like ancillary stuff around ranked. Um, yeah. I'm hoping I really there's there's two things that I really want. The one is roll swap to be set to three, so three yes. rounds of attack and then three rounds of defense, yes. vice versa. And the other one, which shows in the operation, um, what's the operation called? Burn Outback. Horizon? Nope. Burn what? Horizon. Burn Horizon. And the operation Burn Horizon patch notes is just the map playlist for ranked. So they they show this when they show you the um they show like the ranked new ranked menu or whatever. And there's one section of it that's called maps. And at first I thought that section was going to be like where you could select like what maps you wanted to play. And I was like, Oh yes, finally. But no, it's just a section where it shows you what maps have been dropped and which ones have been added into the ranked playlist. It's like, okay, so you said that there's going to be this new thing that's going to show us which is dropped and which is added. But then this new ranked map playlist pool, this ranked playlist map pool is just you added out back and nothing else has changed. Yeah. And we already talked about that, so I'm not going to get into it again, but it just, there's 14 of them and it sucks. There's too much. Yeah. There's way too many. Um, I don't want to get too much into the ranked hub just because of time, but um, the other changes that are coming to rank that they said, so there's new ranks. So there's now gold or sorry, silver five bronze five and copper five mm-hmm. are new. 
Um, and then they added a top players rank. I think yeah. like they showed that. I don't know if that actually is like a true rank or what, but, and then the other thing is just like the ranked hub itself where they are showing, giving you more detail in game about your rank, the rewards that you've earned your stats for this season, last season, previous seasons. Um, and then like the graph of the rank distribution. So they're just giving us a lot more data data. Yeah. Within, within the game itself, which is cool. Cause like all this stuff that they, like what they were saying is like all of this information used to just come out in blog posts and social media. So like if you were following the right thing, you would never even know about it, which is like, that's a, that's another complaint we've had about siege is like mm-hmm. the information for the game needs to be in the game. Right. Right, like like all these little tiny operator interactions, we need to know what that is inside of the game, and so it's it's weird. Um, and then also, it's a level thirty requirement for ranks. Now that's up from twenty, which is good. Good, yeah, sure, fine. Um, I, I've been against plenty of level twenty players. I had no idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's good too because then I have their new player playlist and casual playlist. Like they've got a little bit more room to sort of do what they want to do. Um, okay. <laughs> the funniest thing that they said in this thing, this is actually in like, they had like a little teaser trailer for the reveal <laughs> and they said, just play it. We have been dreaming about that moment when we can remove the beta tag in ranked in the first half of the year, that beta tag will be removed. I'm sorry. I don't know what that guy's name is. He's like the lead designer or whatever. I'm sorry, dude, but that was the dumbest thing you've ever said. Like, you have been dreaming for three years about when you could take the beta tag off, like, the main mode of your game, of a game that has only two modes. <laughs> and this is, like, this is like at least the community feels like this is the main mode, right? You haven't done anything with Ranked in three years. What yeah. do you mean it was in beta? You weren't testing anything. Like at the beginning, I'm sure there were some changes that I can't remember right now, but like at the beginning, there's probably some stuff, but like overall ranked has been the same thing for the entirety of this game's life cycle. So to like, to call this out and do like some weird flex about like, Oh, we're coming out of beta. It's like, it's, it's official now. This is like the real ranked. It's like, I recognize that you're making a lot of changes now and that's cool. But it's not like this has been a test the whole time. Like, what are you talking about? You've been dreaming about this for three. Like, don't act like this is something that you guys were actively, like, in your brains were saying ranked was in beta. You were not. This is just, like, a tag that was thrown on there to begin with so that, like, people wouldn't get super upset when their ranks got reset or, like, whatever, right? Because you probably didn't have that much faith in your game being super stable. And you shouldn't because game launches are hard. But, like... Just, just to act like it's been intentional the whole time is just like it's just the silliest thing I've ever heard. It's so dumb. Like they could have removed that beta tag forever ago, and nobody would have like been like, "Oh, this needs to be back in beta." And they, yeah, and they, they should have just they should have just quietly removed the beta tag. Yeah, when it, like but to like announce it in like part of this trailer that like it's the four minute version that everybody's gonna watch, right? And it'd be like, "We're finally bringing ranked out of beta." Take that, guys! It's like. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? This has not been a beta. You just left a tag on there. They didn't mean anything. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like a, a, be- a game in beta is one that's like actively changing stuff, like getting feedback and changing it like actively. Right. This is not beta. Nothing's changed. And even if it was like, okay, like let's take our classic example, Rocket League, right? Like if Rocket League said, 
Oh no, like uh Dropshot is in beta. So Dropshot's like a a separate mode. It's not like car mm-hmm. soccer, it's like a weird Rocket League game. Like, yeah, that's fine. Because you have like a dozen other game modes that you're working on. So like maybe at some point you're planning to come back to Dropshot and like fix some stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, you had two game modes, and they weren't even different. They were the same, except for like like various like minor rule set changes. Yeah. Like, it's not beta. <laughs> like at this point, like if it's not working, it's just broken. It's not that it's in testing; it's just broken because it's three yeah. years. <laughs> Come three on. years since launching it still has a beta tag on. Oh, it's just so dumb. The fact that they actually said that out loud on a video they published is just like the silliest thing. That said, I love your game, and like all these changes coming to ranked are, are fantastic. Great! Oh yes, you just have a few more tweaks to go, namely maps, a three round rotation. Okay, yeah, and smaller map pool or some kind of map selection, vote, veto, whatever preferences, it is. stage striking. Just I liked my map preferences. That was great. They never worked. No, it, it was never great did work. just to feel like I could do something. It works in Rocket League, and it's great. It does work in Rocket League. And it's fantastic. And like, it works for game modes in Siege. Just fine. Oh, yeah. I've never played Securia unless I have someone else hosting me that has it turned on. Right. Anyway. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I could not no, do this podcast one. without calling that out because it was just so stupid. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, moving on. Operator lifecycle changes. This is a good one. Um, so now this is another thing that we specifically called for. That old like the what's hard about new players getting to siege is to feel like there's this huge grind if they ever want to catch up or they have to drop like ninety bucks on the f- complete edition or whatever. Yep. Right? So now operators have life cycle and they can die and then they don't yes. right, anymore. <laughs> they age and die. Uh, no, so now after so there's four levels basically of renown cost. So uh, new operators will continue to be twenty five thousand renown mm-hmm. after twelve months and up to twenty four months. So for the second year, there'll be twenty thousand renown. For the third year, 15,000 renown, and after the third year, 10,000 renown. Mm-hmm. So that's great. So now, like, coming into this new season, Frost and Buck will drop to 10,000 renown. Right. The rest of year one will drop to 15, year twos will be dropping to 20, and year threes will remain at 25 until their season comes up, right? Mm-hmm. So this is all good. What do you think about the prices that they chose? I still think it's kind of high. I like 25 for new operators. I think yeah, that's, that's great. Good. But I think like all the year one operators should be like 10,000 or less, honestly. Yeah. Like, to, I mean, to take three years to drop to 10,000, that seems like a lot. Cause like mm-hmm. how many hours is like a thousand renown of game time? Oh, I have no idea to be honest. I, I haven't a clue. I, I think it's probably one to two hours for about a thousand renown. Cause like each game is like two fifty ish on average. Yeah, like you'll get three fifty if you win. If there's a challenge, you're four fifty. If you if you get a challenge, you'll get an extra like hundred fifty or whatever. Or maybe your you play challenges, you'll get two fifty, or whatever. And like if you lose, I think you get like one fifty is sort of like kind of the middle ground, right? So if if you if you just say like two fifty is an average game, and an average game takes half an hour, then we're looking at five hundred, and then maybe there's a challenge in there. So we're probably looking at like between five hundred to a thousand. We're looking at about a thousand every two hours. Okay. Right, so twenty five thousand renown—that's fifty hours for a single operator. Which, like, yeah, that's a lot, and it, it's probably not that much because I only have two hundred fifty hours in the game, and I have everybody. Um, although I did get the last season pass, but that said, like, let's let's say it's thirty hours for one one new operator. That's probably pretty close. 
that's a long, long time. If you have, mm-hmm. if you're coming in today and you have none, yeah, I think it's fine for the new operators. But I think like these older ones, five thousand right. honestly the, for yeah, year yeah. one, like right. That's the point I'm getting to. Is like thirty hours is a long time for twenty five thousand renowned for the new operators, and that's that's fine. But like to take three years for that to come down to, uh, like half of thirty minus like maybe like twelve hours. Yeah, that's still a lot. Because if you have a full year of those guys, eight times 12, 96 hours to unlock that full year of operators. And that's the oldest ones. Yeah, it's a long time. That's a long time. Like, I feel like they could have, like, brought it down quicker, at least. You know, like, 0 to 12, 25, and then, like, 12 to 18, 18 to 24, 24 plus. I don't know. Like, it's fine. Like, this is great. I'm not complaining about, like better pricing structures. I just think that it could have been slightly less grindy still for new players. Okay. And last thing from the actual roadmap was the deployable shields. So deployable shields now will place better. Like uh, you can sort of like attach it to a door. Like you can actually like when you come up to a door with a deployable shield in your hand, it'll give you a prompt to attach it to the door. Mm -hmm. So it'll be perfectly placed where it should be. Um, and very cool. They're going to have little like slits where you can see through it. And these are like mirror windows where it's a one way. They can't mm-hmm. see you. You can see them and you can't shoot through it. Correct. So they'll just have all these little slits in the shield. So you can crouch behind it and actually use it as like get some Intel. You can pop up from shoot from it because you know where they are. So like these will actually become pretty useful. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't think this is in the game yet. I think it's coming. No, yeah. it's not in the patch notes. I don't remember seeing it when I was playing for a little bit earlier. I I didn't pick a deployable shield. I didn't see one though. I I didn't notice, but yeah. I, and I've seen nothing on the TTS subreddit about it. Uh, first half of year four, so it's coming out. Mm-hmm. But some of these things, I'm not sure why they don't just like. It's clearly there. Like, well, I mean, it takes a lot of testing to make sure yeah, that something's sure. okay to go in. Yeah, I'm sure they're testing a lot of like new glitches and stuff on all these doors. Right. Anyway. Um. So that, that's good. very good. Um, it still is destroyed by explosives and everything the same way. So it mm-hmm. functions exactly the same, except for now you can see through it and it will place a little bit more intuitively. So that I think that's really interesting. Like it'll actually be a choice between that and barbed wire now, right? Yep. Um, between that and impacts, probably not. Impacts are still pretty good. Okay. Oh, oh, there is one more thing that's big from the actual uh, roadmap, and that is friendly fire let's listen to what they had to say so we've been working on this for a while now if you check out the video uh what happens when you uh kill a friend uh is you'll actually be sanctioned so you'll get a warning for dealing damage to a friendly teammate and then once you get sanctioned any damage you do will be reversed onto you yeah and there you can see clearly there's an indicator uh that you know this is uh, you're you're now in the reverse friendly fire danger zone, and yes. and then uh, your next skill will kill yourself. That'll last for the entirety of the match, and it was important to make sure that the lethality of friendly fire was still there. Yeah. But we're making sure that it doesn't affect other people's games. Right, and I think it's important to note that this is uh, still just one iteration. It's it's going to hit the test server. We want you f- your feedback. We want to test this over and over again to make sure we're getting it right. Right. We'll release it on the test servers first, get feedback. We're even playing with more down the line in terms of a forgive system as well. Yeah. Okay, so basically you kill one person. It tells you like you're under sanction for friendly fire. Mm-hmm. The next 
person on your team that you shoot, that damage just reflects to you. So they take no damage. You take all the damage. If you kill that person, you die. Good. I want to dig into it a little bit more, but that's good. But then what's interesting is they mentioned a forgive system. So that's not... There's nothing concrete on this yet, but they're saying like we may work this in with some kind of forgive system in the mm-hmm. future. Yep. Um, so that's very interesting and also something that we've asked for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying podcast powers, baby. Um, so, okay, what do you think about the friendly fire thing? So I think it's good. I think there's still, you're still going to have people griefing. Um, you can always walk into one of smoke's grenades and then give them a sanction. And then, I mean, right, like there's, the problem is people are going to find a way to grief no matter what. So this yeah. helps a lot, but it's still... Yeah, they just can't directly damage you. Um, the other issue, too, is that the problem that I've confronted when this is a problem is that it's like a group of team killers, and so they'll mm-hmm. take turns killing you. Because right now, you get banned after two, right? Or right. kicked, or, th- or at least. Is it a ban? It's banned. It's a, it's a ban after two. Ban. So right now, like they'll kill you once, and then their teammate will kill you the next time. So like... I actually don't know if this is fixing the griefing problem that much. Cause if you're already getting banned for the two kills then what's the difference between that and just getting shot, like all this I feel like is really going to do is make it more difficult when you accidentally get a team kill. Mm-hmm. Cause that's still a problem when you accidentally get a team kill. Now you're being affected immediately after accidentally getting a team kill instead of like, okay, I'm still good. I did that on accident. I just can't get another one on accident. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, I accidentally did that. Now if I accidentally shoot one of my friends in the foot because I got scared, yeah, like I, that hurts me. I guess what this is good for is somebody who like team kills and then starts um, like downing people or just injuring people, mm-hmm. like doing damage. And also like I wonder... I wonder if it's keeping track of how much damage you've done to teammates overall. So it's like if it's that Cav player that just goes and like downs everybody and then revives them, it's like, is it going to count those as like, okay, you've passed like 150 damage. So no, like the rest of this is coming to you. Yeah. You know, um, it'll be interesting to see how it really works. When is this coming? And what'll be good though is like once you down someone, like you won't accidentally kill a teammate anymore. Or once you kill someone, you won't accidentally kill a teammate because you'll just kill yourself. So mm-hmm. it's like if your teammate pops in front of you, like you'll just be killing yourself. So they'll still be alive. So they won't be mad at you. <laughs> right. But, right. So it's like, oh, dang it. Yeah. So that's true. Um, I guess I just killed myself. But, but also like it's kind of a bad thing because then you can do like, you can almost like play the system uh, where it's like, okay, you run in there, run at the guy. I'm going to throw a frag and maybe the frag kills you, but you're still alive to keep fighting yeah. him. I mean, like maybe it kills him. Maybe it like because if the frag goes off it's going to kill me not you i'm going to put a c4 on your shield yeah <laughs> go run in there and get him exactly like so it, it that's where it gets a little bit weird that's where like reflecting damage Can't is always a problem stick a smoke on clash's shield i don't think so i think it i don't know off. we should try it but if you can that'd be really funny purposely kill a teammate and then put a smoke on clash's shield and have it go off yeah like it, so it'll be weird like some of the stuff that's going to start happening from this like it's something though like i'm just glad they're trying something because this is what we said is specifically about friendly fire is like just try something mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be the right thing just try something and that's great See what happens that's right. what they're doing Do i don't know when this is coming is this in now with the tts uh, i'm not sure yeah i'm not seeing a date on it so i'm not sure if that's in right now or what um probably first half of year four like everything else yeah so okay so 
that is all willing. One other thing that they said regarding this, let's listen real quick. Taking down toxicity as much as possible and at the same time rewarding positive behaviors in the game with other features that we can't say more for the moment. So I don't know what those positive features are or positive, uh, rewarding positive behavior or whatever, but that's cool. It is cool. I am hoping there's like some like give this player like say I like this player or something. Yeah. And you get positive like, reviews or yeah. shit, like whatever. And I don't know what it does, but that's cool. Um, also, one more thing. They they mentioned Ying as somebody that they're reworking with, which they didn't give any detail on it, but that was weird. Yeah. Does Ying need a rework? I mean, she's not really played super often. That's true. But it'll but be interesting. to Chunka. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. We do have some strats for Tachanka though. We do have some good Tachanka strats. If you want to see them, you should come watch us stream. It's good fun. Okay, that is all for the actual uh, roadmap. <laughs> now onto the Burnt Horizon reveal. We're just getting to this. Uh, this is so insane. There's so much stuff, it's but it's all so good. Okay, so Burnt Horizon. Um, let's start with the map real quick because I don't think we have a ton to say about that. So let's just get it out of the way. Um, is there anything that we didn't already say on the last one? We've seen a lot more of the map now than we had before. Yeah, I've actually played He's it. Played it. Um, it's actually really good. I someone mentioned that they had played the map, and like just after a few like games of it, they were actually able to start connecting things. And mm-hmm. I noticed the same thing. Like after one match, I was already like kind of understanding where it was a little bit. So do you feel like the color coding they've been talking about so much is not the color coding at all? I not I really. have not noticed the color coding. I just it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like the restaurant makes sense. The stairs just make sense to where they go. I can just. I understand the garage where the garage and the restaurant is. That's the part of the map I really understand. The bull room, stuff like that. I don't. I I don't notice the color coding. And like I said, like before, like they said that they made certain parts of the map very distinctual. Like I don't really notice like the distinct areas of the map really, other than like the restaurant. But like it just it kind of has the same feel. The outside apparently is color coded. It just looks the same. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all we can say on it. Like we'll probably have more thoughts next week after we play some of the TTS. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into Mozzie and Gridlock. So we were a little bit wrong last week. Everybody in the whole community was wrong about who was who and who did what and who was on what side or whatever. Everybody was more wrong than we were. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but it's true. Uh we were pretty much right except for the names. Mm-hmm. So the woman is the attacker. Mm-hmm. She does have the spider web type gadget and she her name is gridlock not mozzie mm-hmm. and then mozzie is the biker guy he is the defender so also most people were wrong about mozzie being a three speed he's actually a two speed yep he's people a were saying he's obviously a three speed yeah i oh my gosh so many idiots on reddit were like just brigading me for like saying the opposite and like actually providing evidence and then it's like oh well he's definitely a three speed so he's an attacker and it's like well actually turns out he's a two speed and actually, turns out she is a three armor one speed, but she is an attacker. Yeah, you're wrong. One, Which my favorite, was obvious. My from, favorite comment on that post was, "Wow, all this evidence and with links, and you're still wrong." And turns out I was right, except for the names, which I said. This is just a guess. This is what I think, but the rest of it, I was 100 percent right. So shut up, Lynn, or Reddit. <laughs> and then dude. he kept saying the same guy kept saying, "That's not what I said at all." Yeah. I was like, was, what are you talking about? So so, uh, sometimes, it, <laughs> what you have to remember with the internet is sometimes you're talking to like. 12 year olds or like 17 year olds it's like just remember they're not all reasonable adults 
And if they are, they're trolling. Like, so. Ugh, okay, Reddit. Anyway, okay, Mozzie. Mozzie's a defender. He has a little gadget, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So he has this little crossbow. He shoots out this little, like, spider robot mm-hmm. thing. They're cute. Yeah, they're very cute. And it's sort of like Kaid's thing where it'll, like, plant on a wall and, like, show you the area of effect. Mm-hmm. And then when a drone passes through that area of effect, it will jump onto the drone and take control of it. And then the, the little spider dissolves after the hack's complete. And then Mozzie can take control of that drone, mm-hmm. drive it around. It now has blue lights on it instead of the the regular red lights. Mm-hmm. Um, but he drives around. It becomes his drone, 100%. He gets three of those things. And the other way he can do it, so he can do the little plant like a Kaid, or he can just directly shoot a drone, which, mm-hmm. according to Ubisoft, is hard to do if it's moving yeah. or whatever. Those, those are guys that I like not being mean at all but like you see them play the game or them try to understand the game they don't really understand it like someone that plays the game frequently at a competitive mm-hmm. level yeah at all and so like for i'm excited to see what it's like when i'm trying to not saying i'm super good but when i'm trying to like do it as someone that plays video games a lot to see how hard it is to hit it yeah um i mean i definitely have one shot drones before with a pistol yeah you know so like not that i can often but it happens no, so right. um I am, it's such a cool, we, we actually said this is what it was going to do. We hoped this is what it was going to do. This is mm-hmm. our guess. And it is so cool. I've seen it in action. It's great. The one problem that I have, so when, when you shoot it, it now gets an outline for the defenders. So like the defenders look at it, it has kind of like a white outline around it. So you can kind of tell that it's yours. Okay. But people kept shooting at it. Like I never oh, played really? Mozzie, but like three times I saw a teammate shoot at the drone. I was like, dude, that was our drone. He's like, oh, it was? I was like, yeah. It's going to take people a while It's going to take people time. And then like another guy got it. I, I didn't say it mean. I was like, oh, dude, that was our drone. And then someone else did it like the next round. I was like, you guys keep shooting all of our drones. This guy's like, why do you stop getting mad about it? I was like, that was not a mad tone at all. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, you just got to remember that they're ours now. And this guy's like, nobody knows what he does. How do you not know? You're playing the TTS. Yeah, you're informed. If you're playing the TTS, you're someone that knows a little more than the average Yeah, you're informed. Player. But it, yeah, it, it's there's, so cool. There's another thing like Claymores. I feel like people couldn't remember which side Claymores belonged to when mm-hmm. they first came out. Um, who else like had something? I don't know, like Echo's drone. I feel like people would shoot Echo's drone a yeah. lot at first, so they just like didn't. His drone still gets shot sometimes. It's mistaken for a regular drone. Yeah, sometimes I I do sometimes actually shoot attacker drones when I'm an attacker. Just randomly, like, oh, I'll yeah, see I it and too. I just shoot it. I'm like, it, it, particularly if I see it sitting still. Yeah, it just like it just doesn't like register is just like oh drone shoot yep you know anyway back to mozzie um he's so cool so you did you play him i didn't get to play mozzie okay his weapons look fine he's got a p10 Mm roni pepperoni and uh a commando Commando nine Nine. shotgun i think it's a assault rifle assault rifle of some sort short smg carbine type of thing yeah looks cool looks basically like an m16 yeah, and then and Looks then like his a secondary command. is a uh, sawed-off shotgun. Yep, or a nine mil pistol. Yeah, the shotgun I think only carries three rounds in it. Ooh, um, but it actually has pretty good destruction. Okay, for walls environmental destruction. Cool, from what I've seen. He chooses between barbed wire and nitrocell, which seems great because barbed wire is good to catch drones, make them go slower. Mm-hmm. Um, and nitrocell is always good. And then he's a two-two, so. I'm I'm super excited about him. I think he's so freaking cool. Like, and I just love the way his gadget looks. Like, it just looks so fun. The little spider guys. Like, I I could be an Oz- Mozzie main. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. But I think everybody's gonna want to be playing Mozzie now. I kind of wish he was a three speed, 
because number one, he looks like a three speed, and he rides a motorcycle. Completely like a three speed. Yeah, it's weird that he's a two speed. I, I kind of want to see him standing next to like Bandit and Jaeger and just see what it looks like. Yeah. Um. Also, it would be nice to be able to chase down the drones a little bit better as yeah. a three speed. Yeah. But I mean, this is fine. Um. Anything else on Mozzie? No. But we have gridlock. She mm-hmm. is the new fattest operator we have in Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> yeah, confirmed. Like weighing two hundred twenty-four pounds. Yeah. Um, she she's a heavy girl. Uh, her gadget, what's it called? Her gadget is called Track Stingers. So the Track Stingers, they're actually very very cool. If you haven't seen this yet, you should look this up. Mm-hmm. She has these little canisters, sort of like a, a lesion type of thing, where she like throws this canister, but then it just starts like spawning these tracks traps. And so yeah. they just like, they're these little like spiky spider like, web looking traps. Yeah. And they like spawn these spores out of them that like jumps out. Yeah, and they're like another like, one that comes. Yeah. It's like this little cancer just like shooting out these little things. And they just like, they slowly like propagate around it. And like I was watching, I saw one get up to like 20. So it'll just keep spawning, like not forever, but like you do way past when you'd expect it to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like it because like it's a cool way where they can cover a large area with it, but not be super OP where she just throws it in and all of a sudden like, you know, right. it's like, it's a cool, like the way they timed it and everything. Um, I haven't had a chance to use it yet. Have you? I haven't used it, but I played against it. Um, one thing I will say is it's very easy. Honestly, like I thought it was going to be, you can just shoot through them and go through. Like, it's not hard to like, it doesn't stop you. It does. You have to make noise. in front of you. Yeah. You have to make noise, but it wasn't hard for me to just spray a quick line mm-hmm. through them and run through. Okay. But but you're definitely they know but you're it definitely coming. stops you and they yeah if she's close she knows you're coming yeah um if you don't shoot them if you just walk over them you'll take ten damage with each step you take on one mm-hmm. um if you stop and stand still you're fine but like as you're walking through you'll take ten damage with each one which is a lot so yeah. you can't afford to just walk through them yeah um it's not like each step it's more like each second you're walking I thought it was kind of like with each one you hit. It might be each one you hit. That could be, but not each step. Because each step, that'd be like 10, 10, 10, 10. It's yeah. more like 10, 10, 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you've done it. I haven't done it. But just based on what I saw, it looked like it was sort of like each time you hit one. Um. So, I, I don't know. I think she'll be super cool for like when you get a plant, right? And you can defend that plant with these things over there. I was, I was trying to get a feel for how much space they actually cover. It feels to me like it's sort of around the size of um on cafe the freezer not the like the interior freezer itself but that room just outside with the two doors that everybody camps on mm-hmm. um upstairs i'm talking about not the downstairs freezer but the upstairs one in the cigar or the whatever it is called um i feel like it's sort of that size of that room that it will cover so it's it's pretty big um and she gets three she gets three of them i think that's yeah, that's crazy this is going to be so good. And she's an attacker, which is like, you think of it almost as a defending gadget, mm-hmm. but she's an attacker. So she can use that to stop flanks. She can use that to bomb. protect defusals bomb. Yeah. Just like putting it on the bomb after yeah. you plant it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, yeah. Like this is going to be so, 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 so good. I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, the, the weirdest thing is that she is a one speed three armor attacker, which we haven't had since, the start and the only ones that we have are the shield people and fuse which is sort of a shield person yeah so that's really weird um one thing i didn't mention about mozzie real fast playing against him so that it has a little icon right before you get to the little spider that jumps on your drone 
that icon though is not very far before you get into range like so it's not like a mute jammer where you know it's coming no not at all it's like you see it and it's like almost like too late to register like oh crap like if you're in the middle of a jump you're gone you're toast that's good because i was worried it would be too easy to avoid yeah no it's not at all that he, also he puts like, a wall and it's him combined with the mute is gonna mm-hmm. be super cool yep um yeah that'll be good I've been playing mute on defense and getting drones from Ozzy. Like, hey, got a drone go. over here. There you go. Sweet. Uh, back to gridlock. So she has an F90 as a primary. It looks like an assault rifle, basically. And then an M249, that classic saw LMG that everybody's familiar with from dozens of games. Mm-hmm. It has a beautiful ACOG tile on it. <laughs> it has a, yeah, a unique ACOG scope on it, which you were saying they also added it's to Maestro's? Also on Capital. Oh, Cappy Towels. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Because um, it's, it's just like a big wide open, it's but a, with a zoom. It's, a beautiful it's sort sight. of like the um, the like one the on sight on the pistols of Nomad and Kaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost pretty similar to those. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful looking sight. Yeah, it's that's going to be good. And then she's got the super shorty, the, that sawed off shotgun and the same 9mm SDP pistol. Mm-hmm. So, And then she's got breach charges and smoke grenades. Smoke grenades are interesting. For her trap, like if she, after she's got the bomb planted, let's say, and she puts down her trap, and then when they start coming, she throws smoke on it, so you can't really see your way through the through the track, yeah, so you're going to step on them. If she throws it down, why she throws down the trap, so it has time to get out before they're yeah, able to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's another thing, too. Like, if you shoot the canister after she throws it, it will stop deploying. Mm-hmm. So, so it will deploy two or three, and then it will stop because you shot it yeah that could be super clutch to put babies. that smoke down and cover the the thing planting baby killer if you decide what the baby killer yeah you killed the babies so yeah, it didn't I guess. You, the babies. you killed the mother really i guess yeah i guess you killed the mother but it had babies yes. double homicide so yeah or in california she had like 20 babies so Ooh, you're looking at it like yeah, a been... that's gonna be a long sentence that's a 22 homicide um, but yeah once they're down they're actually easy to to destroy homicide. like you were saying you can just shoot it it's like one bullet on each one you have to individually yep. shoot each one right yeah but, yeah you gotta shoot them all. um but you can just shoot your way through it or you can impact it or whatever else you can melee right. it as well um but i i really like the idea i think i will play her frequently so that covers Burnt Horizon. We're going to go over the actual patch notes, and then they like added some random stuff to the TTS that nobody was expecting. So that's random. Yep. Let's start with the shield operators. They have they have six fixes on the shield operators. Um, let's just go through and read them all. So mm-hmm. guard break animation is not present in kill cam replays if the shield operator is in motion. So that's sort of just getting the kill cam in, in line with what actually happened. Shield operators crouching and leaning clip through their shield and can be damaged through it. So a bunch of these next ones are about getting shot through your shield. Clipping through your shield. Legs of all shielded operators are clipping through the ballistic shield while in prone. Sometimes guard break is canceled when a player shoots the shield and melees at the same time. Wait, I'm trying to parse that one. That one's more like you didn't get guard breaked when you should have. So it was the shield was getting the pro on that one. Okay. Um, the guard break animation displays incorrect behavior when the shield operator leans to the side and the kill cam does not show the melee stance for shield operators. And the other one that was mentioned in the patch notes was the shield rotation was off when a player was turning left or right and now it is more precise. Yeah, so this is that thing we talked about three or four episodes ago where like if you were rotating, it was like your feet would rotate 
or like your your torso would rotate but your feet wouldn't and so it would sort of like reset after mm-hmm. every like after 30 degrees or whatever like it right. would reset and then rotate again and it, yeah it's very very weird and so they fixed that apparently so it sounds like they fixed a lot of what makes shields terrible to play right now yeah it, it looks more like now that the shield is actually like you're not going to get shot through it as much yeah we'll see how that is as we play shields but right so i'm really really hoping i want to play some shields in the tts i'm really really hoping that this fixes most of the problems okay um Kavera, they fixed the silent step bug where she's crouched and like she's her her viewpoint her first person view is higher than her actual character model mm. so this is if you've seen get flanks video on this where she's like crouching behind a desk and he basically can't see her at all but she can see perfectly fine over this desk so it's like totally unfair um they fixed that and then something about attackers are immune to the luizon's damage for a few seconds so Kavera cancels the interrogation and shoots that attacker yeah i don't know what that is um but yeah the whole Kavera thing's great that that all has to do with how siege has their eyes where the eyes are and where the bullets come out of your eyes or whatever however they do it yeah but anyway um so that's most of the main operator bug fixes that are important. Uh, da, da, da. Also, like with the user experience, there's a bunch of stuff. So they fix um, some like errors, like a session not found error. If you've ever seen that when you're trying to get a squad invite, I've definitely seen that. That's that that error is on every single bug fix. Oh really? It's all there's always some fix this error of eight dash one zero 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 six seven e or something like that. And it's always some like trying to join a player. It's always on there. Weird. It's always, there's always some error. Um, they also fixed um, some of the things around like after a game when it shows your promotion or demotion animation that wasn't showing before. And then your MMR would like show your total MMR instead of how much you, oh my gosh, <laughs> how much you gained or lost. I was going to say laned or goss and then I was going to say gossed or laned. Like I couldn't like get those words straight and that just came out. Gained or lost. So they fixed that. And this is my favorite thing. Player receives friendly fire message when using evil eye to shoot another evil eye. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's shooting their own evil eyes? And know. then being disappointed when it says friendly fire. <laughs> I don't know. That's the dumbest thing I've ever it's seen. It's kind of funny, though. Like, it it's is very friendly fire. Funny. You are shooting your own. It's your yeah. little buddy. It's very, very friendly funny. Fire. Um, one thing that's not in the... Well, there's... Okay. One thing that's in the patch notes for the TTS is when you go DBNO and you go to revive someone that's DBNO, they now only get 20 health instead of 50. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a big that was one. like a surprise thing. It's just like, what? Yeah, it was, whoa, okay. Like, yeah, so very you revive, interesting. You revive to 20. So that, along with um, the friendly fire reflecting damage, really mm. changes the meta of resetting people. Right. Right? Because it's like, number one, do you even want to reset if you're at like five or 10 and there's a chance that you might die from the reset? and right you're only going to get to 20. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, it's just like, once you're at 20, you're pretty much a one shot. Yep. Regardless. Right. Uh, and the other is, no, I'm not going to reset you and maybe kill you. Or like, if I've already killed somebody, I can't reset you. Yeah. So I think Re- resetting, resetting is going to die. Anymore. Yep. Resetting is gone. Okay. One thing that I really, really wish was in the bug fixes. And I, I really want to know if anybody else has this bug. Cause I know I have it. I know part, members of my squad have it randomly. Yes. There's this really weird bug that randomly while you're in game you're pushed to stock topple you're pushed to talk 
will just stop. This has been a long podcast. (laughs) Your push to talk will just stop working completely. So you press your button, your name doesn't come up, it doesn't tell you you're talking, and you can't hear anybody else in game talking. But if you're in Discord, that's still all working. Everything else is still working. Your mic's still working fine. Just the whole function is gone. If you hold Mm -hmm. your scoreboard button, you won't even see microphones of other players. It'll be like they don't have mics. Right. Something went weird in between some match, and it just broke. And I don't know. I know I'm not the only one that has it because members of my squad randomly have it too. Uh, but I want to know if there's people of you out there that are also having it because I post this in the subreddit and I've gone to r6fix. r6fix.com sucks, by the way. <laughs> I've done like Ubisoft support and I specifically said in Ubisoft support, I was like, I know it's not my computer. It's not Windows because it works in Discord and other members of my squad and other members of the community have this problem. And the thing that sent back to me was like a troubleshooting Windows microphone yeah. thing. Like, send yeah. me your Windows diagnostics. Like, no, it's not Windows. It's not me. It's your game. Yeah. And I post it on Reddit and it gets downvoted and people like submit it to R6 Fix. I know other people have this problem, but I just don't know where those people are. Or people just don't know they're having the problem because they're not using their mic. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. So I want to know if there's people of you out there that are having the problem. If so, podcast feedback and tell me you're having the problem. And if you're on console or not, because I'm curious if there's console players that are also having the problem. But it breaks Siege. It really does. Like not being able to communicate. Like last night I had two games where it broke on me. And so I had to tell Ryan to tell another player, like, there's very annoying. <laughs> someone's coming to you, whoever. And sometimes it's not fast enough. Like, I need to say it right now and I can't. Right. Especially because I have no context. So, like, yeah. having to be the relay person, it's like, tell Kavera the nomad's coming. It's like, Kavera nomad. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I hope you don't ask, like, what I mean because I don't know what I mean. I'm just like, <laughs> like whatever. Um, anyway, <clears throat> it sucks. It breaks. It really breaks Siege. It's yeah. a game breaking bug. Yeah, that well, it needs to be fixed. You I haven't redefined game breaking. Yes, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's it's bad. It needs to be fixed. Uh, yeah, if if you've seen that, let us know. Okay, so speaking of where you should send us stuff, you should join our Discord. If you made it this far, you definitely should join the Discord channel because yeah. you are a fan of Unrenowned. What are you doing? Yeah, you are a fan of Unrenowned, my friend. You should join our Discord channel. There's a ton of like cool people there. We're always talking about Siege. Like it was going nuts during the Invitational and the announcements. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was just like losing their minds over these announcements, and it was it was super fun. fun. And it's um, better than the like the Rainbow the Rainbow Six Discord's great, but that's just like it's almost like the Twitch chat of 180,000 people right. where it's just tons of oh, you can't catch anything. Can't so anything. we're just the right size. It's perfect. Um, but so we want to be bigger. But yeah, we're just the right size. Except we need you. So you and the rest of us will be just That's right. right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, join. It's fun. Uh, we play with people from there all the time. It's a good, good, good time. So you can find that link in the show notes or you can find it on our Twitter account at r6unrenowned. Mm-hmm. Um, We're just going to go through a few select questions from there today just because this has been so long already. Um, but just questions related to what we've talked about. So Pudding Man asks, should there be a system that allows players to vote on what map they want to play I feel like it would be a great way for Ubi to look at certain maps that people don't pick and possibly improve those maps. Yes, we've already talked about this. And yes, 100%, there should be some sort of system. I'm not saying give us all the maps and we vote on which one we want. Just give us three or Mm -hmm. even two. Mm -hmm. Give us some sort of way to pick an option. They'll see like, okay, what map always loses? Right. Um, Yeah, like in the same way that um, they use the the wind deltas and the pick rates to mm-hmm. sort of figure out where operators sit with the community. Like right now they have no way to tell what the community actually likes and dislikes. Yeah. Besides from what Reddit, Reddit says. says. Yeah. And that's 1% of the community. Right. So like it, it would be, I think I've never really thought about it from that perspective, but that that'd be really cool for them to get that data of like, Oh, actually nobody likes yacht. Yeah. So like, what do we need to do about that? 
Um, and also just because it makes the game more enjoyable because freak like some of these maps i do not want to play speaking of which yacht and this isn't a for sure thing but when they were talking about reworking maps they were showing like screens of like the developers working on maps and Mm -hmm. one of the maps they were working on was yacht he was like working on that pool table room and stuff and that could have been like back roll from forever ago when they were very first working on yacht right but it was just part of that while they were talking about they were applying the censorship changes (laughs) (laughs) and they're taking out the gambling could have been um anyway but yeah no yacht showed up in that video just like on a computer screen so mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting okay uh jukas really basic question what's your favorite announcement or change it's kind of hard to pick from the freaking thousands of announcements they gave do you have one yeah i'm trying to think about all of them real fast yeah i'm looking through i really really like the map reworks like cafe looks great um that's probably one of them i think pick and band rank is one of my favorite ones that's good. Changing casual might be Changing my favorite. Changing casual actually might be my favorite. That's actually probably my favorite. That was like number one, I think, on my list of, on my wish list. Yeah. I, I like casual. the Capitao change too, although I have to play it before I really know if right. I like it or not. Um, I, I'll probably say changing to casual, changing casual, because now yeah, I can go casual. play casual 100%. and I'll actually have some fun. 100%. Changing casual, that's it. That's, yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't think of that one. That's it. My favorite. Okay. Uh, let's see. Rush Great. 17. With the HP adjustment to revise, how much more viable do you believe this can make Finca and her Nanite revivability? Also, this makes sense for the damage reduction coupled with Legion Goo Mines and Capitao's Arrows and increased AoE. So let's get into the Finca thing first. Yeah, so she, she revives at 5 HP? No, I right? think that's Sophia's self-revive. She revives at 25. No, Sophia revives at 1. Oh, no, but they changed that. She used to revive Did at 1. They? Yeah, because it was like you could get hit by like a teammate's flashbang or something and it would kill you. Oh. So they changed it to 5. I want okay. to say she revives at 25, but that could be wrong. Check. Yep. Looking it up. Looking it up. This shows you why we're unrenowned. We are unrenowned. We honestly, like, none of us play Finca. Our our friend Taylor, who we reference often and who one day will come on the podcast, uh, he started playing Finca recently. So it's and actually been really good. The only way we're going to get him to keep playing Siege is if they have three consecutive attack and defense in ranked because he does not want to play 14 ranked maps that half yeah. of them suck and he doesn't know this is true um for good reason we're both right uh so it revives you with five health plus you get the 20 health boost that she normally gives okay. so that will run out and you'll be back down to five and okay. i'm pretty sure Sophia is just one i want to say they changed her check her yeah we'll look her up too um so the next part is uh this makes sense for the damage reduction coupled with Goo mines and Capitan's mm-hmm. arrows and increased AOE. So what? So the goo mines now, like if it was at eight before, it would kill you pretty quick if you had just been revived. Okay, because yeah. You got twenty, and now it's taking eight after the original uh-huh. fifteen damage. Uh huh. Whatever it is. Uh no. So oh, they changed that too recently, didn't they? The damage that the goo does. Yeah, the original like a while ago. No, they no. It's the so initial... it's, it's always done ten on the initial prick, oh, and forever. then and then it's done eight. And now it's going to do four. Okay. So, yeah. So, now, so that would kill you pretty quick. It would, in a second, now it's four. It changes how many it takes to kill you. So, yeah. And Capitao's thing doesn't kill you in a second either. Yeah. Still um, two heads, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. Also, I was thinking with the HP adjustment, that makes Doc way better. 
Mm-hmm. Cause reviving it. Like I'm assuming he's going to stay at 75. Yeah. I, I, I wish that they would have doc. Like if you revive, we've talked about this before, at least together. If you revive normally, he should revive you to 75. Like if he has time to walk over and revive you, mm-hmm. he should be able to like stitch you up and get you to 75. Right. Or, and, or like a faster revive. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Or like it's a uh, doctor. Yeah. Like it just seems like, cause he only gets three of those stim mm-hmm. things and they really aren't that powerful. No. Like, I mean, if you get just the right situation, it's really cool to be able to down someone who's like in a firefight or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, for the most part, it's just like, oh, a little bit extra health. Like, it would be cool if he had something once those are out or just like, just in general, just to like, here's like a little passive ability that he has. Yeah. And I'll go back to my, it'd be really cool if he didn't get points for injuring someone because that would make Doc much more viable if people just didn't know that they had injured someone. Because yep. that's so helpful. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, yes. Sophia, did you look her up? Uh, yeah, it's actually, Sophia revives to 5%. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Steel Switch. Question on the announcement. This is the last one. Uh, do you feel that this fourth year of future content addresses most of the community's concerns? It addresses their current concerns. The yeah, community's concerns change mm-hmm. um, all the time. So, But yeah, they hit it right on, right on the nail with what the community wanted right now. And so they got a really good response because this is what the community wants right now. But within yeah. the next two months, there's going to be something else that's broken that they'll have to hit that one on the nail to get what the community wants again. Right. Like in some ways, um, that's what was cool about like sort of saving this all for one thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, that like they could just have, at least they have... A, f- a couple months i would say of goodwill where people are just happy with where the game's going and right. they see this roadmap and they're like great this stuff's coming but yes inevitably something else will be broken or like fixing some things will sort of expose other things like suddenly other operators will become more of a problem because of the new balancing and all that stuff so it's like it's going to always be a work in progress but i think they did a great job of hitting what we're most concerned about right now 100 percent um my I'm so sad because I really, really loved like the whole reveal and like the day before the reveal, I was like super excited. And then the really one thing that I really wanted was that map. Yeah. That's just cool. the smaller it just map map And it was like, dang it. would be great. I even got my spawn voting and casual, well, not spawn voting, but I got my like hopes for casual and I was yes. super happy about that, but we were so close. Yeah. Road to SI was so freaking good and it's gone. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss Road to SI. So much. I won't miss the casualness that some people put into it, but anyway. Okay, last thing we want to bring up real quick. If you hadn't seen this already, they made a new short um, called The Hammer and the Scalpel featuring Thatcher and Dokubi, and it's like it's pretty cool. Like I'm not normally into like the lore stuff of Rainbow Six Siege, but like this was just fun just to see the operators mm-hmm. operating and talking to each other and... Yeah. They can make a movie out of this for sure. Like no problem. Oh, yeah. Easy. And I, I, I love like good. Thatcher's attitude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love Thatcher even more now. Oh yeah. Oh, he's, he's so cool. Also, you um, should go check it out. Yeah. If you like the show, you can follow us on Twitch and YouTube. I'm VG Fiasco. I am just hello with three O's on both Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. Follow us there. Um, we'd love to have you guys come and check in on streams. We don't stream super regularly, but we're on usually a couple of times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good time or just come play with us. You can do that by joining the discord and, uh, you can find us there. Also follow us on Twitter at R6 unrenowned. We tweet about sweet siege throughout the week. And, uh, sometimes you can get little sneak peeks into what's coming on the next episode. hundred percent. I'm so excited for this game right now.
Yeah. Don't you want to play right now? I do want to. I don't know if I can. Yeah, you can. I'm a freaking adult. <laughs> it's yeah. like midnight. Hey, I'm an adult too, but Siege sort of. isn't more important. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Just goodbye.